Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a of N4G Radio. This is episode 409. Yep, like the cleaner. It puts grease on the run. It does. This is also the last episode for November. It's November 30th, 2015. It's time for December. Uh, Christmas time. (laughs) Yeah. The guy across the street from me had his lights up on Thanksgiving. I'm like, come on, man. Come on. Come My on. neighbor uh, put down their Halloween costume and put up their Christmas the same day. <sighs> huh. That was that was like beginning of November. I was like, hmm. that's jumping the gun a little bit, but okay. <laughs> Thanksgiving is like the the bitch holiday. Yeah. It's so sad. But anyway, with us this week we have the Wombat. What up? We got Drew. Hey. And joining us again is Jay. Buongiorno. Buongiorno. Mm-hmm. Say it with the accent, so much better. That's the only way I know. I've, I've been playing Just Cause, and the dudes, I can't tell what accents they're using. Like, half the time they sound Italian, the other half the time they sound Spanish. I'm like, you guys don't even know. You were my grandma, you'd call that Italian. I'm sorry, <laughs> Italian. It's kind of funny, because the guy in the game, who's supposed to like a relative of Rico, which is Rico Rodriguez, so I'm mm-hmm. assuming things... His his like family member's name's Mario. Okay. And he's got a really heavy Italian accent. Hmm. Not that that game has ever went for, you know. Realism. Yeah. Hmm. But whatever. But yeah, video games. Yeah, video we're, games. We're here to talk about them. Well, let's talk to Drew. Drew, okay. you been playing video games? I have. What video games you been playing? Well... I played um, Sword Art Online some more. The more I play that game, the less I don't mind it. What? <laughs> that's, just, that's like the most backwards way okay. of saying that you kind of are okay with it. Yeah, I mean, it's not good, <laughs> but... It's not exactly what you'd call good. Yeah. But I don't mind playing it. Um, okay. It's relatively simple. It's it's a standard like little button masher. So it's um, like a it's like a beat 'em up kind of game. Kinda, yeah. Um, but uh, one of the things I actually kind of like is the flying around stuff. Is it like um, Peter Pan? A little bit, actually. Um, you, you, your characters have butterfly wings. <laughs> Butterfly because. in the sky. That's right. I can go twice as high. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Take a look. But um, yeah. Take uh, a look. 
<laughs> All right, we're going to need to stop. It's, it's going to go through the whole song. It's just going to happen. Yeah, LeVar is going to show up pretty soon. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's it, it's okay. I mean, that's it's most certainly made for the people who are fans of the anime. Anime. Uh, it's anime. Anime. Um, but it, I mean, it, I mean that's that's how it is. If you if you like that, then you're probably gonna like this. Um, I don't know how much. I think I want to say it's it's not necessarily a budget price, but I think it is cheaper than sixty dollars. I may be wrong. It's Forty. I think, Forty. I think. Okay. I can I can fact check that right now for the, oh. the PS4 version, or is there a PS3 version for this one? There. This is on all three. But do, um, be done three, three and four. If you buy it digitally, didn't you get the original one? I don't uh, think so. I think that was a pre-ordered thing. Yeah, okay, no, I, it is sixty dollars. Uh, no, sixty for the PS4. Um, let me just check and see if it's the same price on. They only Probably like for, fifty for PS3 or something. I don't know. It's Forty for Vita. I can't find the PS3. Is it not showing up? Is Vita games normally forty bucks? Yeah, yeah, that's that's standard Easily, price. Yeah. Unfortunately, yes, but it's okay because it's dead system now anyway. So that's true. <laughs> it ain't got no game. It's only it's not I, on I like PS. Mike, yeah. It's not on PS3. Well, whenever okay. I bring up the trophy list, it shows PS3, Vita, and PS4. I search for it on PlayStation Store, and it only comes back with PS4 and PS Vita. Mm. Oh, Tro- trophies are a bunch of lies anyway. So yeah. yeah. That's true. Trophies have just been fake achievements since day one. We all know that. <laughs> Compared to the fake achievements that achievements are, right? Exactly. <laughs> the uh, but that, I well at sixty dollars, no, do not, no. Um, at thirty, if you're a fan of it, sure. Um, it has online co-op. It also has a versus type mode. Um, I have not tried those yet. I've been trying. Was anybody actually playing it? I, I don't know. Um, I haven't even attempted it because I don't want to play with strangers anymore unless it's a fighting game. Uh, I know Justin Solani has it, and I'm hoping that me and him could actually sit down and play some. We could both be butterflies in this guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I played that. Um, my review will be going live hopefully this week. It's a lot of uh, reviews going live this week. Yeah, we have a lot of them just in queue right now, right? No. No? No. I thought we had like five or six. They still need to be written. Oh. <laughs> okay. They'll, they'll, they'll go up next week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see here. I, I did play a, a good amount of Fallout 4 again. Um, I saw you tweeting a lot about that game. Yeah, so there's an interesting thing that happened. And it kind of pissed me off. Besides blowing up the singer? That was fun. <laughs> so let's just be clear here. Every time I decide I'm going to quit playing Fallout 4 for the day, I then murder somebody. Just some random person. In a funny way. So I have a video on my Twitter and on my Facebook of me putting a live grenade into the, the lounge singer's pocket and then backing off and watching her explode. So is that game like... And if the police are listening, it's Drew <laughs> Leachman. Yeah. Is um, is that... <clears throat> excuse me. Is that game like Bloodborne where if you kill an NPC, they're gone forever? Yes. Um, but there are certain NPCs that can't die. So, you, you know, they'll, they'll just like fall down for a few seconds and then get yep. back up. Um, 
which they've been in pretty much all the Bethesda games like that. There's always those uh, that are there children in Fallout Four you can kill. You cannot kill children in Fallout. You can do it. You could do it in the first two games that were on PC, but uh, they removed it in three and New Vegas and this one. They're they're big on that. They did it in Skyrim too, right? All they did it in Skyrim, things. but of course the mods came along and and you can. Straight up I'm sure there's it. a kill children mod for Fallout Four as well already. There probably is. And the funny thing is, for Skyrim, they actually like recorded sounds of children dying. Because they nice. they didn't insert that stuff in. That's that the those assets were already in there. They just removed the ability to hurt children. I'm so glad this is the conversation we're having right now. Well, right. I'm just I, I'm just saying <laughs> we we just need to go into the attention to detail in these modern AAA titles. There's Very some important. detail that doesn't need any attention. No. <laughs> hey, you should be able to kill everything. You know, death is uh, indiscriminate. That's all I'm saying. Death. Is indiscriminate. <laughs> <laughs> if there's any irony in this world, that'll be on your tombstone. <laughs> Death finally got him. I'll, I'll put that in my uh, living will. Just for there you. Go. Oh, that's funny. But yeah, I did play a good amount of Fallout. Uh, but the interesting story that I had was that I, so y- you don't just find one power armor in the game. You get one very early on, um, but you can find other. And um, I have collected a decent amount of them. I had about seven. And I took them all back to my little base, the the Red Rocket. Um, <laughs> see, I knew you were going to laugh at that, but, I mean, it is called the Red Rocket. They probably should have thought that through a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and South Park's kind of a cultural icon. Yeah, well. You know. There's a reason why the guy that plays quarterback for the Bengals, they call him the Red Rifle and not the Red Rocket. <laughs> But um, but I had like seven power armors just sitting there, and I was there crafting some armor, and m- my base got attacked by some raiders. Um, so I, I quickly got out of the menu. When I got out of the menu, I turned around. One of the fucking raiders was jumping into one of my power armors. You gotta take that core out, man. Yeah, yeah. Now I find that out. Um, and then Piper jumped into the other one. <laughs> so then I it's killed- Drew's wholesale power armor. Get it now. I know it. And so everybody everybody was in a power armor fighting everybody. I finally killed the raider. You can't take the you can take all the pieces of the power armor off of the body, but you can't take the frame off, which means I've lost that power armor. And now uh, Piper won't get out of hers. You can you can make her get out by talking to her. There's well, a, I, there's an option. Okay, well, you can actually just take the core out, which I found out later on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, She's just, just take, walking yeah. along. You take it out. It's like, Doo. Yeah, you can't go nowhere. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, but that that was kind of annoying. And then everybody, I looked online to see if anybody else had this issue. Apparently, a lot of people have. And they're like, yeah, take the cores out of your power armors. You don't leave your keys in the car, do you? <laughs> so, Hey, they got a point. This is very true. Um, but yeah, that was just an inter- interesting little anecdote. Um, there's I could, a lot of I could th- somehow hear like the the assholes of the internet saying that you don't leave your keys in your car, do you dumbass? I mean, well, they can act like that if they want to. Just Everybody learns the hard way. Dumbass. I just I didn't think that a raider would just jump into my power armor. That's how realistic that game is, man. Uh, yeah, for real. Super real. Yeah, like when you run into a super mutant who yeah. has. Who has a fat man that launches a mini nuclear warhead at you? I had one of those. 
I did too. I got a multiple ones. It's heavy. I'm like hoarding hardcore in that game, and I need to stop. You need that's the what, you need the mod. That's what Bethesda games are meant. For. <clears throat> that's yeah, true. Except mm-hmm. they don't design They're them to be simulators. Yeah, but they don't design them to be those because they put the fucking encumbrance level on you. Yeah. That is an archaic design like lives that just needs to go away. Well, sorry. I'm just saying, like it—it it was one of the things that pissed me off in The Witcher. I get about like 30 hours in The Witcher. It's like you are—you're carrying too much stuff. I'm like, oh great, The Witcher has it too, huh? Yeah, yeah. but you don't hit it as early as you do it. Like no. in Fallout, I hit it in, like Not the first close. four hours. In The Witcher, I haven't played to... Fallout yet, but it's not—it's not like Bethesda encumbrance. No, mm. it's not that bad. But yeah, um, there's so actually some. As far as Fallout goes, you know, I I have been just doing side stuff. Um, I actually ran into kind of a cool little side quest um, that that spawned off of. I just randomly, this guy walked up to me while I was in a town and was like, "Hey, this guy wants to talk to you," and then that that led to like four quests that actually was pretty like a pretty cool little storyline and like a little side storyline. Um, so I'm starting to run into some of that. I really need to just do some of the the main story stuff because I've done maybe four main story quests, maybe five. And um, I don't know. I've just been exploring pretty much. It's I mean I find that fun to do. So enjoying the crap out of it. I'm assuming if Bethesda probably has those numbers, kind of like you know Bioware's talked about the numbers of people who actually finish the main quest. I would say Bethesda games are probably the lowest on that I'd percentage scale. <laughs> I'd, I'd never finished fair. Skyrim. I've, I finished yeah. Skyrim and I think I'm the only person that I know that well, beat I finished that. it. Oh, I mean, like the actual story main quest? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. yeah me too. Yeah, like, um, so many people hadn't finished it when I finished it. I'm like, why didn't you guys just finish the game? And that's I've the point. Finished all, I finished all the... Uh, well, I shouldn't say that because I haven't finished... I've finished Morrowind, Oblivion, and Skyrim. I've not finished Daggerfall because I don't believe it's possible. <laughs> like it's just you just can't progress at the end of the game. What? No, you can. It's just that game's huge and it's procedurally uh, generated. So, um, but the the three most recent Elder Scrolls games I've finished the storyline. But you're right, most people don't. And even Oblivion, quite honestly, I never went back and finished the story until Skyrim was coming out. Yeah, Oblivion was one of those. Oblivion was annoying as shit because you constantly, like, eventually you had to go through all those fucking Oblivion gates, and yep. going into Oblivion sucked so bad. Yes. That sounds oh like the, that sounds like the the collecting the triforks at the end of Wind Waker. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what part Jacob and I are on uh, Wind Waker HD right now. Oh, it, it, it sucks. It's so much better now, but, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but. <laughs> still sucks. Oh, no, it still sucks. It's like if they remade Metroid Prime, I'd be like, oh, God, can we not do that last five hours of the game where you got to go back through the entire fucking game? Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, I'm not a, not a big fan of that, but anyway, I am enjoying Fallout 4. Everybody uh, seems to, and that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, got, I mean, it's, it's that's another That's the one. bundle that I got for my Xbox One. Nice. So. Nice. So you the can be terabyte, the terabyte bundle or Fallout bundle, the version and, uh, that the internet will lead you to believe is it the worst burning thing. pile of garbage. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, did they implement the mod stuff on the console system yet for the Fallout Four? 
No, it's it's not even officially launched for the PC because um, it's not built into the Steam Workshop. I'm assuming Bethesda's planning that for early 2016. Uh, okay. I know that so there are mods for the PC already, but they're on that, uh, what's it called, Nexus? The Nexus, yeah. Mm. So, Drew, are you playing it on PS4? I am. How's the performance for you? I mean, it's it's fine. I mean, it, it will dip sometimes, and I have I will say that during my review time with it, it was it never crashed with me, but a few times here it has crashed, and it's usually whenever I'm going back to the Commonwealth, which is basically like I've been inside of a building for a long time, and I go yeah. back to the open world. It'll like immediately when I enter the open world, it'll crash, and I'm like, well, that's weird. But luckily, it usually auto saves when I go through a door, so yeah. I don't really lose anything. Um, but the frame rate does dip every once in a while. I mean, it's nothing game breaking or anything like that. And I mean, you know, you've played Bethesda games before. You're, yes. you know what to expect. So yes. it's, I mean, it, it most certainly is a Bethesda game, uh, in that sense, but it's, Ken, you know, I think it's still great. Ken, you played it on Xbox one, right? Mm-hmm. What was your experience with the performance? It's about the same. I mean, there there are times, especially indoors, where you will see some frame rate issues. But it, it never was like, oh my god, I can't play this levels. Right. Like, people lead you to believe that it's just unplayable, and I think people are stupid. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, you should be fine. I, it's okay. funny enough, I played the Xbox One version for about 12 hours, and I never got a glitch. <laughs> I, really? I know they're in there. Like, yeah, no. I was shocked. I, I, not, not even like a body flopping around all weird like? No. Wow. It was, I was amazed. I'm like, I've played Bethesda games, I know what's up. And I, I was almost I, disappointed. <laughs> I've most certainly had some pretty amusing ones, like whenever you go into a, like a cutscene talking to somebody. And, you know, you see your character and you see the other person you're talking to and just a random NPC will just like walk right into the conversation. And this, and one time they pushed me completely out of frame and I was like, well, well, all right. So, but yeah, it's, it's, it's not that big of a deal. No, um, it's, it's I, not. I, uh, People make things out to be worse than they are. They, they're a bunch of whiners, I swear to God. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I played a lot of that, um, I am playing Psychonauts. Nice. You playing on PS2 or PC? I'm playing on PC. Okay. Um, they uh they reworked that game completely. Yeah, because the original console versions had some serious frame rate issues and and some glitches, but that that PC version got some love when it came out. It did. I mean, they added like I mean, yeah, they added Steam achievements, but they they did like a complete like it works really well. The Xbox controller, um. Runs at 1080p. You can tell because when it goes to a cutscene, my god! Do they keep the original cutscene? Horrible. <laughs> yeah, it looks yeah, horrible. Yeah. Um, but no, nah, no. Nah, I play. I'm playing. Uh, I probably put about two hours of that in. There. We're doing it for Phoenix Down. Me and John are. I love and, that uh, game. And um, you know, it's been a long time since I played it. In fact, I played it in I guess 2005 was when it came out. Um, I don't like. I think I've been tarnished from Double Fine's other stuff. Like, I found a lot of their stuff legitimately funny. This game doesn't have that much humor in it. Really? It's just a different kind of humor. Well, I mean, mean, it's it's most certainly kind of... 
I'd say it's kid friendly, but then there's plenty of times where shit dies and you know they they curse and stuff like that. But um, it just it seems a little bit more cute than it is trying to be cheeky funny. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it. I mean, it's you can tell it's kind of an older game. Those older platformers they can be a little tricky to play. Um, and there's plenty of times where I'm just like I. I guess I'm jumping right, and then I miss it, and well, I gotta start back from the beginning of that. But you know, there's a few times where I've missed some platforms and stuff like that. But I mean, it's, it's nothing, not a big deal. The game's not—I don't think it was that difficult. Um, I think there, I think if I remember correctly, there was one. Yeah, what part was? Did you beat it before? I yeah, I beat it before. Oh, okay. Yeah, the uh-huh. the meat circus level is the one that's a pain in the butt. Yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of. Then, yeah. I'm not there yet. I'm, I'm only, I'm, I'm just now doing, like my, like going into Raz's psyche. Um, oh, gotcha. Yeah. So I did the basic braining, and now I'm doing Raz's stuff. Um, a lot of collectibles in that game. I forgot about that. Um, yep. But yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying what I've played so far. We're going to be doing that on Phoenix Down uh, this week. Um, and the only other game I, I have played is uh Hell Divers. Played a played a good amount of that. What what is that game? It's Magica with guns. Kinda, yeah. Um, how do I? That that's a hard question to answer. Um, it's a lot like Gauntlet. Um, which is free on PlayStation Plus next month. Well, there you go. <laughs> but it, but it is. It's it's kind of like Gauntlet in that sense, where it's like there's four player co op. You can play by yourself if you want to, but you're not going to make it very far. No. Um, it's very difficult. Uh, I know me and, uh, so I played it on PC with Sophie. She's doing the PC review of it. Uh, but then I found a, a Black Friday deal, 15 bucks. So I got it on PS4 as well. Um, and I played with some of my friends online and we did a mission that was, the difficulty was easy and we struggled to <laughs> yeah, beat that. That game is, is built for four players. But basically what you do is you, you take on missions, and there's a ton of them in the game. So you, you'll go to different star systems, and then there's multiple planets you can go to. Each planet has maybe one, two, maybe three missions that you can do. Uh, and the missions, I, I'm guessing the missions and the levels are randomly generated. Um, and uh, you, you choose a drop point. That's where you're going to land. You have to move and do these different objectives on this map. Uh, they may be, you know, uh, destroy uh, a bug nest. And so you got to destroy the bug nest, and you can do it in multiple ways. You can call in a nuke strike or something like that. Uh, but you complete these objectives, then you extract. You go to the extraction point, and then you wait for the, the ship to come, picks you up. And the whole time, you're just getting, like, bombarded with waves of enemies. Friendly fire is on. So yes. wait, by default, or can you change that? You can't. You, cannot you can't it. turn oh. it off. And there okay. are weapons that do like area of effect. And if you don't yeah. duck and get down on the ground, you're gonna kill your teammates. Yeah. So one of the cool things about it, and what they implemented from Magica, is uh, you have these different like um, requests that you can do. So you get on your radio, you hold down the uh, the left bumper, and you'll pull out your radio, and then you do button combinations. You can do up, down, left something like that and it, depending on what you choose it's it sends a drop for like it may be extra ammo it may be a gun turret that shoots stuff whenever it comes into the vicinity 
And all that stuff has repercussions if you're not careful. So I throw out a gun turret. Well, if there's an enemy behind me, it's going to start shooting at that enemy, and it may kill me, so I have to duck and cover. Um, and, duck uh, and cover. Yeah. So when you tell me it's in like a Magicka kind of game, I don't imagine it having like a duck and cover or cover-based system, but it has those things on top of the isometric view? It's an isometric view. It's not really a duck and cover. It's more like you go prone and crawl on your belt. Oh, okay. And it's mostly just used for avoiding fire. Yeah, from avoiding your teammates mostly. Avoiding different types of fire, like machine gun fire or like somebody shooting a flamethrower, you can kind of duck under it. Kind can of you, thing. Can you shoot while you're prone? You cannot. Nope. Ah, okay. You have to get back up and shoot. Um, it's really fun. That I mean, it's one of those games where you know it, it, this level is difficult as hell, but when you beat it, you feel like you've done something. You know, and it was in, in cooperation with your friends. Is kind of a must. Um, they made a lot of changes to that game since I last played it. Because since you said you bought it, I was like, well, I'll hop on and play with you. So mm-hmm. I went and booted up my copy. And since I hadn't booted it in a while, the PS4 never downloaded the update. And they're up to 4.0 on the PS4. Mm-hmm. And that patch was like four and a half gigs. Yeah. And I guess they upped the, le- the level cap in the beginning was 25. And now it's up to 50. Yeah. Um, and then they've had two DLCs. Yeah, but I don't think they're... Because I went on the store, and I was looking at the DLC for the PS4, yeah. and it's all packs of, like, cosmetic shit. Some of it's cosmetic, some of it's, like, weapon packs. And yeah, but none of it is, like, positions. missions. I think the missions are just built into the game for free. That may be true. What I really like about it is the whole online thing where um, you have different sect- sections of the galaxy that you can go to. And um, those sections, depending on where people are playing the most, um, it may be a easy. You, you may have an easier time taking it out. And then everything you do goes to your influence, which is kind of like um, what was that? The, the zombie shooter isometric Dead zombie Nation. shooter Dead Nation, where you, you all kind of contribute to the the force of of going against the aliens, kind of thing. Um, and it's it's really cool how they implement all that stuff. You know, it was like you, you go to a planet and there happens to be more people on that planet doing missions. You'll see like their ships there, and it has their name above them and stuff. And it's it, it, they they do a lot of attention to detail in that. And I my my play with my roommate, my old roommate, and he's a higher rank than me, and he had all these fucking requisitions that were insane. He he dropped down a fucking mech and was jumping into it and. Just destroying guys, and then he stepped on me on accident and killed me. And it's, 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 there's a lot accident, right? Yeah, there's, there's tons of accidents that happen. Like Sophie accidentally machine gunned me to death and said, "Well, you got in my way." No, I did not. You just straight up shot me. So I mean, it was it, it, it's a good time. It's one of those where you're going to be like, "Oh, we're so close to finishing," and then, "Oh, you killed me." Thanks. <laughs> you know, it's. it's it's fun. It's it's difficult, but it's it's really fun. I had I had a blast playing that. Sounds neat. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if it's still going on, but Amazon had it fifteen dollars, and it was the ultimate edition that comes with all the DLCs. I think that thing's normally forty bucks. It is normally forty dollars. Yeah, Kiss Plus. Eventually, I'll get it. Yeah, down. I just have vanilla. I bought it when it came out because there was like a twenty percent off if you were Plus member when it came out. So I got it for like fourteen dollars or something like that. Yeah. But uh, it's fun. It's really fun. If you got some friends to play with, yeah, definitely pick that game up. 
And I want to say that's it. I know until dawn. Uh, play some Star Wars Battlefront with you guys. Yep, we play. Uh, we play with you a couple times. Yeah, I we we did that one match, and then I got my internet <laughs> turned off. Which you totally. I texted you after the match, and like that was like we were down four to nothing. Yeah, we were, and we made a comeback one five to four. I can't believe it. It was epic as shit. Yeah, you guys were still down a person, or did they refill my? They spot? they filled another person in shortly after you left. Okay. So it was still even teams, but yeah, we were like, dude, we're just we're done with this match. Then we won one, and I'm like, okay, well, we're doing all right. And we won two, and I'm like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> then we won three. I'm like, oh snap, the other team's gonna be so pissed. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say that game, like when when <laughs> when you're playing the emperor, <laughs> that is the funniest shit in the world. I love messing with you when I'm the Emperor. It's too fun. He's scary as fuck. <laughs> I do my so Psycho Crusher and I'm like, do it! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking... He does that little Psycho Crusher thing and appears behind you and starts shooting lightning at you. Oh, man. It's uh, funny it's... to watch your character, like, scramble when I do that because you don't know where to shoot. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm That's having way too much fun with that game. That game is really fun. I have oh. to give it to him. I didn't think I was going to like it at all. But um, it's it's one of those it's it's just casual enough for me to understand it. Yep. And it's not too hardcore to where I don't want like even when I'm losing, I'm not like fuck this game. It's that shooter. Like I've spent the last three or four years trying to find a shooter to recapture what we used to do with Halo Two. Yeah. Which was just have dumb fun, and I finally found it. Yeah. And I'm having an absolute blast. I play it every night. I'm almost ranked 20 now. Jesus. Yep. I don't even think I hit 10 yet. Yep. So. Oh, yeah. We played a little bit of that. That's that's a fun game. Yeah. And I think that's it. Um, yeah. Right. I'm going to be playing some uh, Gears of War 2 with Justin next week. Yeah, I couldn't play with you even if it was possible because, you know, they still haven't sent me my codes. Yeah, I know. You figure they send them in the wave and then it'd just be done, right? You'd think. Just like automatically. But. Well, according to what I've heard, everybody who had it at launch has their codes now. You, you had it at launch, right? I had it before yeah. launch. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe that's the problem. Yeah. Well, well, I, I mean, I played through the co-op with Drew after launch, and I played I, I, multiplayer with Justin after launch. Maybe they didn't flag you because... When you got the game, it wasn't at launch. That's not that's, it, not, that's not how I, I play. I played before launch too. Okay, but you got your code. Yeah, I, they, yeah. He got yeah, his okay. codes. That's, that's yeah. Me and Ken. Can. Me and I, I got a code the day before it launched, and me and Ken played some because I remember like the the online like there was it was it was a fucking you know wasteland. There was nobody there. Yeah. Yep. Drew got the same kind of copy that I got. <laughs> Well, you know, people PR people don't like sending Ken copies of stuff, so that's true. Sense. Yeah, that's See, true. they hate sending codes. Fuckers, it's just a big hassle. Yeah, they <laughs> ran out of codes, man. It's, they ran it's out, of codes. out of codes. Yep. Oh, my favorite answer. <laughs> I ran out of codes. No, no, no. <laughs> All right. So let's talk to Jay. I know you have a game that a lot of people are interested to hear about, but you know, you can talk about other things too. Sure. Um, we're talking about Hearthstone, right, guys? Yeah, that's uh. What? Yeah, no, it's uh, Xenoblade Chronicles <laughs> X, right? For uh, for the for the ten other people that that are interested in this game, it feels like just because the Wii U exclusive, 
you don't really hear a lot of hype about it, which is unfortunate because it is a it is a pretty big flagship title for the system. But man, this game. It's uh it's like I I really really want to like this game a lot more than I do. And that's something that I don't like saying. Okay, could you Yeah, could, um, you, pin, could you pinpoint exactly why you feel that way? He's not going to elaborate at all. No, <laughs> he's no, just going to no, leave I it just, like I that. just like dropping the hint and then just letting it letting it hang out that's there for a while. Read my review, motherfuckers. <laughs> Tune in this week for my review, bitches. Yeah, that yeah, that would that would not be a bad get them advertisement. Hits. Yeah, that's you gotta get them clicks, man. Get them clicks. <laughs> yeah, I'll give it like a one point and get all the clicks in the world. Oh, but uh, God, no, I'm not, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> the internet would explode. But uh, yeah, the the game, the problem with that game is the questing structure. Is uh, you have this world, right? It's ginormous. Uh. I think I spent about 50 hours, 60, 50 to 60 hours playing that game. I still haven't explored all of it. And this is after getting like the flight module and everything. And so that I'm able to just fly around everywhere in very quick, uh, quick order. But the thing is, the game asks you to do things all the time. Like any single quest is basically go here, do this. And whatever, and you're setting up these probes on the ground that give you an idea of what's around. So kind of like the radio tower equivalent of Xenoblade, which I which I don't like. But it's, <laughs> at least you it's, ain't gotta climb them. No, no, no. You just set it down. But some of them are really well guarded or they're well hidden, and you can't get to them. Which is which is fine. You know, I like I like the idea of some Metrovania esque. Like once you get your scale, which is kind of your mech in this universe. You're able to jump much higher, obviously, and you're able to go a lot faster through enemies and stuff that would normally you know, track you down and kill you before you get past them. So when you have those, it unlocks more parts of the map. And when you get the flood mod- uh, f- uh, flood module, you just get, you know, just free reign for the rest of the rest of the world. But uh, the problem with that is that you get that stuff way late. The game has about uh, well, the game is twelve chapters long, but you get your scale at around chapter seven. So that's halfway through the game. And then you get your flight module at like chapter 10. So like right before the end of the game, you're able to get the stuff. And I understand the fact that the developers want you to walk around and see the areas and everything. And the vistas and the, the monster designs and everything is beautiful. Like Sometimes I, I'm running through the areas in this game. I can't believe it's a Wii U game. Uh, that's how nice the, the environments look. There's, uh, it's, it's vibrant, colorful, just teeming with life everywhere. Uh, it, it feels like a, like a living, breathing world, though. But the problem is they just keep telling you to do things like uh, collect a, set, a certain amount of items. And while there is checkpoints and there are like quest guidance that tells you where to go, a lot of these quests that have you collect things don't tell you where these creatures you need to kill are. So you're stuck in a place where you basically takes about like two hours to walk from one end to the end and there's like six different reasons just like that and they tell you to go kill this thing and collect five of this and you have no idea where it is and different monsters also spawn depending on the time of day like so it's like nighttime and daytime and there's also like special things that happen during rain and other environmental uh, disasters and whatnot so it's, it's neat but 
because they ask you to do these mundane quests in this fantastic world, it really brings the experience down. And that's not just tied to the sub-quest, which is just a, just a series of these kind of things. It's also tied to a lot of the main quests where you got to go collect things and do this and that. And they also have you do these affinity quests where you need to team up with these party members in order to um, do these quests specifically tailored to do uh, – well, it kind of involves them in particular. But you need to fill up their affinity meter, which is something that you get by doing these uh, combat things and finishing quests. Basically, using them in combat will help you earn it, but it takes a long time to fill up. So there's like grinding you need to do in order to get the affinity points just to progress the story uh, in, in one particular mission, but – just the, just the whole collecting items and also they make you survey and fill out the map to a certain percentage in order to progress the story. And that is hard. That is hard <laughs> as shit. You're, you're just like, I'm just walking around. I'm like level 10 and there's like these like level 50 things walking about like looking to kill me like everywhere I go. And the monsters, the levels themselves feel like almost random. It's like they just took a giant dartboard with like a level dart and they just started throwing shit at the dartboard, which becomes the world. So you have like level 10 enemies next to level 60 enemies, next to level 40 enemies, next to level 90 enemies. And they want to see you and they want to kill you. So you're trying to just walk around, try to gather these surveying areas just so that you can uh, progress the game. And you just... You just get one-shotted by these, like, enemies that are, like, 50 levels higher than you. And there's nothing you can do about it. You can kind of, like, game the system, kind of go around them and maybe. But, man, it just infuriated the hell out of me, uh, the progression of this game. And that's a shame because the combat is actually pretty good. It's The enemies have a lot more HP than I think they should. It just feels kind of like a, like a sword slash button sponge a lot of times. Mm-hmm. But... Um, the combat itself is fun. There's the you gotta listen to your teammates. They ask you to do certain things. They say like, "Give me some cover." So you use a range attack to you know you know use your machine guns or something, and uh, you're kind of in sync with your teammates, and that like that restores some of the HP of the teammates along with giving like a nice buff to everybody. And you kind of look out for these little marks where you tell them to do this and they tell you to do this. And once you're actually in sync and doing, uh, like, staggering the opponent, toppling them so that they're on the ground and stunned, they take, like, double damage and you're just, like, going going ham on their asses. It's fun. But when you're up against an enemy that's, like, five, six, seven, ten levels higher than you, they'll just kill you. It's not a matter of skill. It's just, you know, you guys ever play, like, World of Warcraft or any MMO, right? Yeah. 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 Yes, you know how it was when you run into those enemies <clears throat> with the skull marks next to their name. It doesn't matter how skillful you are at the game, you can't hit them, and they just do a tremendous more amount of damage, like exponentially higher because of their level. And it's like that in Xenoblade Chronicles X. And that's that's kind of a shame because I like I like skill based stuff and this is clearly not so much that. There's skill in like when you're fighting things that are a little higher or even level, but once you're fighting things that are like too too high uh, you, uh, you're just there's just no chance it's possible. Um, yeah, this game from the way you're describing it, mm-hmm. down from the quests to the combat, it sounds like an offline MMO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's very much like an offline MMO. There's over a dozen different characters you could recruit to your party, 
um, you do like a little quest for like affinity and then they join you for whenever you feel like. Uh, you have this hub world that's pretty huge actually. And man, even the hub world is gigantic. This game is just huge. But the problem with this game is that it's huge, but the stuff they tell you to do inside of it is just not that compelling. The story itself is 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 interesting enough to keep my attention, but the game ends right around the time when I feel like like wow man that's this is truly getting interesting and then the game ends. It feels like it's setting up for a sequel that probably won't come. Yeah. Instead of actually you know putting a nice you know bow bow on top of this. Uh, this story arc by itself, it's like, but but man, it's it's got some really cool things going for it. But at the same time, it's so many missteps in the in the decisions for the game design for the world uh, and and the questing structure, because there's a lot of a lot of mechanics that are fun to mess around with. Uh, like you can you can basically once you survey the world and you have those probes planted, you have an overview view of the map on your Wii U screen, right? And you're able to plant down different types of probes in the area. And then you, every so often, every like 30 minutes or so, you gain a bunch of money. You gain a bunch of minerals from these pro points that you put in. And so it becomes like a mini game where you can just make the game farm for you. And it makes, it makes things like getting a lot of equipment and stuff like that a lot easier. There's crafting system that is just is nearly impossible to use without like a guide or a game fact open. Uh, because you don't know, they tell you to collect like 18 different things, well not 18, but like 10 different items in order to make this thing. And they all come from individual different creatures around this ginormous world and you have no idea where they are. So it's, I, could, I can't use that system at all. Sometimes maybe I'll have the thing just happenstance because I happen to kill those enemies and just have, I have the items I needed. But like 9 out of 10 times I can't use the crafting system because of this whole collection system. They they made this game like an MMO uh, that that it was built around like you know people have this unique uh, like very in depth uh, like collector collection base items like it's just it just they just went overboard with that I think maybe it's kind of the old school Japanese mentality where they don't really care kind of like the Monster Hunter stuff where they tell you to go collect things but they don't really tell you what drops what right right you remember like you gotta you gotta guess certain items. Yeah, and but you don't, you luckily, don't luckily the area is eight sections. <laughs> it's yeah, not yeah, like yeah. a giant seventy-hour open world, you know. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's that's, and then that becomes the main problem. There's some online components too, but actually the servers are still down, so I, don't, I haven't seen it. But uh, it's it's weird. Like I I like the game for what it is, but what it tries to do, like what it tries to become, that it's not. Now, that's when the game really falters. So, yeah. Okay, I have two questions. One you might sure. be able to answer, one maybe you won't. Mm-hmm. Can you play it with a pro controller? You can, but I actually recommend you play with the Wii U pad. It, it uses The map system is so crucial to your progression, and just having that out there at all times, like you're, you're able to basically teleport to anywhere on the map, as you unlock these points, and you'll be using that constantly. And I mean, like, every, like, maybe 30 seconds or so when you're doing quests, you'll be teleporting here and there and doing this and that. So you should use the Wii U. You don't want to go into a different menu for that. Okay. My second question is, is Cosmos in it? Can't answer this question. Okay. That's all I needed to hear. Mm. <laughs> Does it tie into the last game at all? Or I, I've heard it's kind of like a <laughs> pseudo-sequel. 
Uh, it's really not a pseudo sequel. I think the only reference they made to the first game is a Monado hairpin that one of your characters wear, which is kind of you know like Easter egg more than anything else. Okay. They don't really tie into the story, uh, but uh, the way the first game ended off, um, it could be. Okay. But I don't, I don't, I don't want to spoil the ending of the first game. But oh, it, yeah, didn't, I, it, I it, it didn't make it. Yeah, it didn't make it clear. But man, I love, I love Xenoblade Chronicles, the, the first one. It was my game of the year for that year. I still uh, need to play it. I do. I never it's, played it. It's, it's fantastic. They take a lot of the um, conventions of JRPGs on its head, and the way they use um, the story elements, like the sword Monado, which is able to gleam into the future as a as a game mechanic, is fantastic. And the storyline and the characters in that game were just really well written, and it it went in like very surprising ways that I didn't expect. But uh, for Chronicles X, it feels like they built this incredible world filled with things to do and, and a combat engine that is very solid and fun to use. But they, all the things that they tell you to do in this world just it's just awful most of the time. And it's just it's just a goddamn shame, man. Really. You know, you know what you sound like? That, that right there, that description you just made, you know mm-hmm. what it sounds like? It sounds what? like you describing Kingdoms of Amalore. Yeah, Kingdoms of Amalore was a game that was built as one thing and then had to be downsized to something else, which left most of the world just kind Empty. of useless. Yeah. Mm. I, li- I like Kingdoms of Amalore, though. It had a fun combat engine. Oh, the combat yeah. engine in that the game is fucking superb. Yeah. yeah. Man, I miss that game. <laughs> uh, we're, I'm, I've, me and Matt want to do it for Phoenix Down one day. I actually am one of the few people that beat it when it came out, and it's got a really cool uh, final area. Like that part of the game is really cool looking. I love that game, but yeah, most of that world is so useless, yeah. empty, completely. Did empty. Um, someone bought the rights to that series? Right? Like, I think it's laying with somebody. It was. Um, it ended up somewhere in limbo, and then I think somebody snatched it, but I don't remember who it was. Yeah. It was kind of like what I read the other day, the System Shock IP was uh, yep. sitting at like a lawyer's firm or something, and uh, some new company that had done a, a remaster of the first game or touched it up is now working on a full remaster because they just went and bought it from this lawyer because he didn't know what he had. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, game IPs are weird, man. <laughs> so you just like, this lawyer just had it sitting on his desk like as like a poster or something yeah they, they, just, ah, they had it looks- yeah they got it from some kind of i don't know a state sale or something i don't know but they own the rights to the system shock name and they just went and made an offer and they got the rights to it you figured the uh, the people that made like bioshock and those people that were involved in the original system shock series would have like really wanted to pick that that ip up you'd themselves. think but it's like nobody talks about it that's weird man it's like when you make when you make an IP and it's successful, as System Shock was, you think there's like a legacy behind. There's so much money behind just the name and the, you know between the nostalgia and what people want from you know like remakes and sequels nowadays. It just feels like crazy that it's just sitting there for someone to grab for cheap. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. I don't know how those things work. Alright, uh, anything else before we move um, on? I did actually play Overwatch uh, during the stress uh, stress test weekend. I played, a, I played a good deal of that. Maybe, like, I... Um, it was one of those games where I was playing it with a friend, 
And just as I was done, another friend came on and said, hey, let's play it. So I just kept playing. And mm. I racked up probably something like during just that weekend, maybe like 15 hours into that game, mm. which is a lot. You know, in the, in the span of like three days or so. And man, that game, that game is really fun. Um, did any of you guys play any of the closed beta or anything yet? No, no I wanted to no. check it out, but yeah, I just I hadn't had time. It's um, I hear people talking about it like it's a spiritual successor <clears throat> to Team Fortress Two. And you want to play that? I've no. played Team Fortress Two. Yeah, I've played too. Team Fortress Two. Yeah. I never have, so I can't I can't make the comparison. <laughs> It's but, free to play. <laughs> yeah, it's free to play. Yeah, I, I have it. I've had it since the beginning. I mean, I have the the Half Life Two whatever edition box. Like I bought like like a billion years ago, and that yeah. came with Team Fortress Two. But I never, I was never big into it. And the game that I was playing at the time for my first person shooter needs was Counter Strike, so I never touched Team Fortress. Uh, but the thing about it is that I I was never really into these role based first person shooters. Mm-hmm. But Overwatch just there's so much so much personality to each of the characters and their usability. Whenever you pick a character in that game, you're like, "Wow, this character is amazing. This character must be top tier." And then you pick the next hero, and you're like, "Wow, this character is amazing. This character must be top tier." <laughs> and then I went through that for basically every single character except for like two. Hey, welcome that to a Blizzard. Awesome. Welcome to a Blizzard game, man. Yeah. Oh God, they're so good at balance. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how balance. they do it. Each character feels fun and impactful. Yeah. Even the support ones, and uh, that's that's something really difficult to do because you play a game like League of Legends or Dota, you pick a hero and you're like, "Wow, this hero sucks balls. I never want to. I never want to use this person again." But you know, they they just know how to do it. They just know how to make things easy enough for you to grasp, but at the same time, complex the point where it actually uh, promotes like high level play as well because if you if you watch some of the top level players play certain heroes like tracer for example is the the character that you see in the trailer that's able to like zip around like teleport and what she does is that she has a, a cooldown where she can sort up the three teleports at once and you can actually aim the teleports you know f- uh, in any direction you want so I would basically use it to go go forward faster, or maybe sneak up behind an enemy and then get him from get him from behind. Basically, teleport behind them and start shooting. But the more more complex players would zip forward, zip right, zip backwards, and then go across this entire like network of defenses the other team is making, and then they just go behind them. And then after they're about to die, they use like a a recall ability that teleports them back to. The last position, last teleported position, while restoring, while while returning to them to that particular state, which is full health, and you see these crazy plays, and all the ultimates are really impactful and fun. If um, when that game comes out, I think February, right? Um, Overwatch is May, or is it's it? it's before June sixteenth. Really, is, which is, is that late? Well, that, they haven't put a date on it. They just said it'll be out before June sixteenth because I guess that's the end of the quarter. It is, mm. um, and then I'm assuming they're gonna they're gonna position it around the same time as Battleborn. That's weird. This game could come out yesterday, and it'd be fine. Uh, it Blizzard, feels complete. Yeah, Blizzard takes their time with balancing and everything else. Yeah, that's that's true. Blizzard certainly knows how to take their time. They're 
TM coming soon is their trademark <laughs> after all. Hey, StarCraft Two just finished. Did I? I'm still yeah. working on that. But, uh, yeah. That's what a, what a good game that is. Legacy it is. I haven't even touched Legacy of the Void. I played Heart of the Swarm, but God, that feels ages ago. Probably because it was. It was it was ages ago? But those single player campaigns just keep getting better and better. Oh, it's sad. That's the last one. It is. You know, we'll see StarCraft Three when we're dead. So probably, yeah. yeah. My my grandkids will see StarCraft Three. <laughs> yeah, they'll see the trailer for it, and then you know maybe their grandkids will be able to play. It, so. <laughs> So that's all good, but yeah, Overwatch. That's that just like shot up on the games uh, that I'm I'm looking forward to next year. Uh, just just through that weekend experience. So certainly, uh, very very cool. But uh, yeah, that's 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 it for the topical games that I've been playing. I I, I still have that uh, PSP slash Vita game that I'm. Uh, I I put thirty hours into that game. I think I'm about a little past halfway done. <laughs> With the storyline, but that That's game is Trail from the Sky. Yeah, Trails from the Sky, uh, second chapter. Yeah. Um, if you have the opportunity, if you're like into old school RPGs, pick up the first one. It's one of the best ones uh, uh, that was uh, released in the last ten years or so. Because the first game came out so long ago, and the the fact that have you guys actually read some of the articles about uh, Trails in the Sky, second chapter, about this localization? No, no. I've not. I don't know anything about the series at all. Um, one of the people that was tasked to translate the, or localize Trails in the Sky SC almost committed suicide because of the amount of workload that he was under and the amount of pressure. And he wasn't, he didn't know how much, he bit off a lot more than he could chew, and he felt that he was letting everyone down by not being able to produce the, the work in time. So the guy just went into this like depression, he almost killed himself. So the XSeed and other people took it back up. And the actual article for the localization efforts for this particular game is out there, and you should read it because it, it kind of shines, shines light on how difficult and costly localization, uh, localizing like RPG games are. And the fact that it, it even exists and that I am able to play it is almost like a miracle. And uh, yeah, the game is also super good, so I'm I'm, I'm happy to play. And I'm not I'm not I wasn't comfortable read, uh, writing the review you know halfway through the game with this particular story, so I was holding up because putting 60 hours into Xenoblade Chronicles <laughs> X came first. <laughs> I I finished that game yesterday, and I also recorded a video, but then it turned out that I can't use that video because I didn't switch one thing around, and it spoils like the ending of the game because there's like a character thing. So I, I had to scrap that video. I'm gonna record another one today. <laughs> Along with the, the review, so you'll have that later in your inbox, Ken. Okay. To it. But yeah, <coughs> that's me. it. That, that's, that's all the games I've been playing. Alright, well, let's talk to the Wombat. What you've been doing over the Thanksgiving break? Uh, so I've played a lot, actually. Oh, wow. um, I have played um, I played Elder Scrolls Online, uh, which I really like. Um, it's, you know, it's an Elder Scrolls game. And it's online. And it's, and it's online. <laughs> um but uh, I really like it. It plays just like an Elder Scrolls game, which is awesome to me. So um, I enjoy it a lot. I spent a decent amount of time in that. Um, Jacob and I finished Splatoon, the single-player uh, first Splatoon. Um, have any of you guys beat that? I played through about half of it. It's not bad. Like, the boss fights are really it's, cool. It's good, and the final boss is tough. I've heard, uh, yeah. He's tough. And you gotta, you really gotta kind of pay attention to what you're doing. It surprised me how good the single player of that was, um, considering that wasn't really its focus. 
Yeah. Um, but uh, it was definitely worth playing through. Very good. Um, uh, we enjoyed we enjoyed messing around with it. The, there's a lot of they introduce a lot of unique platforming opportunities throughout the single player because of you've got the like the squid mechanic right where you can turn into a squid and go up walls and all that kind of stuff. And they use that to put together some pretty tough platforming sections in the single player. Um, but it's, it's really, really good. Um, and then most of my time this week, I've been playing Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Um, I'm almost done with it. Holy cow. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I'm, I've conquered all but one of the burrows. Um, and I'm, I've got two sequences left in the single player, but I'm so over-leveled um, that they'll go fast. Because <laughs> um, I, I over-leveled myself by clearing out a bunch of burrows. Yeah. But uh, uh, has anybody, where, where is everybody else at in that game? I have never played it. I was going to say, I, I think <laughs> I'm the only one that played it. Um, oh, okay. Oh, God, I'm trying to, that was one of those games that came out, and I played it, and I loved it, and I spent like 15 hours in it. And I, I was like you. I didn't do the sequences. I think I was only up to five. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, and I wow. was doing all the side stuff just because that world is so good. Yeah, it's. I tell you what, it is so much better than Unity. Yeah. I can't even. Which is crazy to me because, quite honestly, I was more interested in the setting of Unity than I was in this one. Yeah. Um, Revolutionary Paris is much more interesting to me than Victorian London. Um. But this game is so good, yeah. and the biggest part of it, quite honestly, is that I actually give a shit about the characters in this one, yep. um, unlike Unity. What, what's um, his name? What's that? Arno. Yeah. I can never... Re- yeah, like, that's how forgettable he was. Yeah. I can't even remember his name most don't of the time. Don't care about Arno at all. Um, but uh, Jacob and Evie Fry are fantastic characters. Yes, they are. Um, the, uh, the, the location, even though... The, the location feels, um, even though it's not, it feels small. I think mostly because the last two Assassin's Creed games I put significant amount of time in were Black Flag and uh, Rogue. Both of those have the ship stuff, so the worlds feel really large. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, though, um, it's so well made, um, and it's fun. Like the, It's fun. That's the best way I can put it. The The zipline mechanic is fantastic. Um, it's a super welcome addition to the game. The uh, uh, the missions are great. The characters are all great. Even the villain uh, characters are great. Um, there's a... Um, uh, this isn't really spoiling anything. There is... So you've got seven main story sequences... And then, like in Unity, you have a time glitch. Did you make it to that? I have yeah. not, but I had it spoiled for me. Okay, so there's a time glitch, um, just like there was in um, Unity. Yeah. And then um, there's also an eighth sequence that actually opens up after you clear out enough of the city um, that uh, basically introduces you to the... Um, the leader of the gang that you're fighting against, and that character is freaking phenomenal. And sequence eight, which is the the um, the one that opens up when you complete most of the city, is one of the best sequences in any Assassin's Creed I've played, and I've played every single one of them. 
Um, it's amazing, start to finish. The characters are great. The uh, the last level, um, the, like the set piece of it, is phenomenal. The thing I like about this is at the end of every sequence, you have an assassination mission. And um, the, assassin, the assassination mission plays out almost like Hitman, where you're given a area, and you figure out however you want to assassinate the target. Um, and they'll give you, like, stealth opportunities where you can... Um, so, for example, uh, again, this doesn't spoil anything, one of the um, assassination missions is in an asylum. And uh, you're given a stealth opportunity uh, because you can find a nurse, and the nurse will tell you where you can find her key that was stolen. And if you get the key, now you can unlock every door in the asylum. But if you don't get the key, some of the doors will remain locked and you won't be able to use them. Um, there's a unique kill opportunity where you can um, uh, take the place of a dead body on a slab and um, the slab is being taken up for the uh, uh, your target to work on in an um, observation room. So you can basically take the place of the body and assassinate him that way. Uh, but you only get to do that if you sneak your way into that section of the morgue. So it's there's a lot of really cool touches like that, and it really feels like um, what Assassin's Creed is supposed to be. Uh, it's excellent game, excellent, and uh, one of the best mainline Assassin's Creeds there's been. Yeah. Very, very I, I was shocked how good that game was. Yeah, same here, because quite honestly, um, I, I'm a huge fan of the series, and I did not... I I have barely put any time into Unity, because it just did not hook me at all. And nope. uh, this game, I have plowed through, and I've put probably 18 hours, 20 hours in it this week, um, just because it's so good. Yep. It's another one I need to go back to just because it, it I really, really like that game. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so anyway, that's uh, that's been this week. Um, next week, I did finish Metal Gear, by the way. Did I say that last time I was on here? You finished episode two? Yes. Okay. Yeah, the whole thing's done. Okay. Um, so, yeah, there's that. <laughs> uh, well, uh, let, me, let me ask you, how do you feel afterwards? Eh. Yeah. I mean, it... I, it's so hard it's, to talk about such, that game. Yeah. It's such a weak fucking note that thing went yeah. out. Yeah, I yep. can I can appreciate what they were trying to do with it, um, but for a game that was supposed to clear up, like tie up all the loose ends, I don't feel like it really does. No, well, no it creates I mean, more. Um, yeah. creates what, what what happened? What happened to Sahelanthropist? We don't know unless you watch that fucking video. Yeah, the yeah. stuff that was cut. Episode was it fifty one? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. yeah, I I mean, the I'm glad I'm glad I played it. I'm glad I beat it. It's a great it was, fucking game. It, it was worth the seventy hours I put into it because it it was a very good game. Uh, but when it finished, I was so fucking glad it was finished. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Quite honestly, I know we've got a lot of fans of the series on the show, and I, I like the series as well. But quite honestly, I felt the same way about Metal Gear Four, uh, and I felt the same way about Metal Gear Two. Uh, mm-hmm. Now they weren't as long, 
Yeah. But especially Metal Gear 4. When I finished Metal Gear 4, I was so fucking glad that game was over. Um, <laughs> really? I had, like, I had no desire to go back and play any more of that game once it was done. I and didn't, I didn't it, have desire to go back and play it. I had desire to go back and watch it again. Watch it again, yeah. <laughs> the, um, but, like, uh, you know, Metal Gear 5 seems like the kind of game, like, when I was 20 hours into it, I thought, man, this would be the great game, a great game to just come back to every now and then and just play because the, the gameplay is so good. No, I can't picture myself doing that at all. Well, at that's because point. you pounded all 70 hours of it straight through. I, um, and I, I just cannot, I cannot see myself going back and playing any more of that game at this point. Um, yeah. So it's, it was a great game, and the gameplay is one of the best that I've played this year. But, man, it was... Uh, and the, it, w- it wouldn't be so bad. Quite honestly, I think I'd feel better if the game had ended after Chapter 1. Um, even though there would still be loose ends, I feel like at least it would have been um, more coherent. Yeah. Uh, but Chapter 2 just tries to power through so much stuff. They, they, they really needed better pacing in that yeah. game, and they should have mm-hmm. squeezed all of Episode 1 and 2 into Episode 1. Yeah. Because you do a lot of filler missions before yeah, you get to the end of episode that's, one. That's Wait. all you. That's all you do. Yeah, but this, uh, what sucks is when you're playing them though. You're like, this is okay because the game's so good. Yeah, it's yeah. great. It's a great game. <laughs> that's. True. I mean, let, let's let's be honest here. The first real mission was when you fought quiet. That that was yeah. The that first was kind real, of that was the first real mission well, in that I game. Mean, the the cat the, the mission where you rescue Kaz is a real yeah, mission. Yeah, that's that's the first one. It's just the problem is you have that mission and then you have nothing. Nothing yeah. until you until, until you, go. you get to the. I guess the honeybee mission you you might consider another. Yeah, I consider the honeybee because you. That's the first time you're introduced to the skulls. Yeah. Technically. Technically, yeah. yeah. But the, the speaking of which, the fucking skulls are the worst. And you knew every mission they were in because it was like starring the skulls. Right. I love that fucking <laughs> I, I man on that fire. GIF. God, yeah. I said that gif. Uh, to Ryan, I love that fucking gif of that guy. He's sitting there just laughing his ass off, and it says, "And introducing the skulls." He's like, "Motherfucker!" Oh, oh no! Every time that yeah. came up on the mission, That's I'm like, true. "Oh god damn it!" That's the truth. That and I hated the man on fire stuff too. Oh. Uh, at least that you know that was a neat that was a neat character too, and I'm glad that character gets a little bit of closure. But, whew, yeah. yeah, those boss fights sucked. Yep. Yeah, they were they were weak. Shit. Yeah, yeah. All of them were the only cool. I have to give it to them. The quiet fight was the coolest boss fight in that game because of of how how it played. Because it felt like a Metal Gear boss fight. That's the yeah. Thing. It, it felt it, yeah. I mean, but it, not just that. But it, it felt like it was almost like a movie <laughs> kind of thing where, like, you know, you don't know where this fucking person is, but you you know, you're constantly having to run and then dive and then shit like mm-hmm. that. I thought that was fantastic. It's one of my favorite boss fights in the in the series. Yeah. Um, but that's the only real one. In did that you fight. did you do that fight in EX mode? Uh, <laughs> yes, no, I, did. I skipped it. Oh, okay, I, I, I didn't did do the, any I, of the uh, any of the, uh, <laughs> have, subsistence or um, uh, extreme mode missions. I, have, I didn't do any of them. Yeah, I have very little interest in doing those <laughs> versions uh, the, of the missions. The quiet mission in EX mode is the only one you should do. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's one for, hit for kill, reasons. right? If she shoots you, it's one hit kill. Kind. Um, well, I mean, that's, that's not the important part. 
it's yeah. it's yeah. what it's what she is at the time. Like you know, you know, Drew, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, yeah, I, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. That's that's fun, and also the. I mean, she she's technically taking it easy on you the first time around, so she'll see you, but she won't take the shot like right away. So it may, it changes the dynamic. It actually becomes like a real fight. The first fight was a little too easy, and the second fight actually feels like a legitimate fight. And I think uh, that was the one that I, I enjoyed. I tried the other EX versions of like the, some of the bosser, well, boss like encounters, but. They're just more bullet spongy and they just kill you faster. It's dumb. Fuck, you fuck the skulls, man. Those, yeah. the, the, that's not even fun to do. That's not a fun boss fight. That's annoying. Right. Makes me most, of the time, most, yeah, most of the time, every time I ran to the skulls when I didn't have to fight them, I ran away from them. Oh, yeah. it's it's It makes me sad that we didn't have the standard roster of Metal Gear villains yeah. leading up Blue. to their boss fights like we always had. Yeah, where's my Beauty and the Beast core? Or where's it, my as core forgettable as the Beauty and the Beast core was for me, they were a ton better than the boss fights in Metal Gear Solid Five. Well, yeah, I mean, even yeah. the the um, so like I remember relatively vividly the Laughing Octopus fight. Oh yeah, that's a good four. fight. Yeah, and I don't I, I I am of the opinion that you know five years from now I probably the only boss fight I'll probably remember I'll remember Quiet just because I I did the special way of beating her which i thought was clever um but the i'll remember the sahelanthropus fight because i fucking hated it hated it that's yeah, why that's i'll remember dumb. it because i Cause hated it, was, it. it was annoying as shit yeah well I, one of the coolest encounters is whenever you you know i mean we're not getting into major spoilers but when you you go to get huey and you jump into that little metal gear walker yep. Walker. And you're and you're running from Sahelanthropus. That was kind of a cool moment. I was like, I'm right. just I'm just fucking booking it. There's guys shooting at me. There's this gigantic Metal Gear after me. And I was like, that is really cool. And that's when I was like, okay, all right, now we're getting in Metal Gear. Then after that, nothing. <laughs> nothing for, for another a long time. Go, go 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 rescue these hostages real quick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. do that about five five more times. It's fine. Right now, I will say. Um. So how do I talk about this one without spoilers? Um. One of the one of the very last miss- missions. The um, man, I can't talk about it without talking about spoilers. With, with, with uh, quiet there, or not? No, no, um, no. Before that, <laughs> okay. Mission forty three is what the mission number is. Um, is one of the best missions. Oh yes, um, I know what you're talking from about. a storytelling standpoint that they've done in uh, in Metal Gear. I that mission was genuinely affecting. Um, and it was one of the few that was like, really, holy shit, that was intense. Um, you guys know which mission I'm talking about, but I don't want to yeah, even speculating don't. around it. Really? I'll, I'll um, Skype. It, uh, yeah, send it through Skype, if you would. Because I don't want to spoil oh, yeah. it that hasn't finished the game yet. The Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, that's the mission. Mm-hmm. Um that mission is, whew, man, that was a good one. But yeah. the 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 shitty thing is, you have to slog through so much to get to that mission. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, seventy hours. I enjoyed the time <laughs> that I played it. I would not go back and play it again ever. Yeah. Um, but I uh, I enjoyed the time I had with it, and uh, it, you know, I'm. I would I would look forward to another game in that series with a similar setup and better pacing and execution. Because quite honestly, that game would have been better if I'd have been able to do everything I did in 30 hours. 
All right. Did you That's- did you go to the Metal Bay and get your mind blown? I did. Yes. Okay. All I right, finished cool. that sequence. The whole sequence. Yeah. You find all ten. Yeah. Nice. They eventually just pop up. Yeah. You, they just show up them. and they're like, "Hey, they're, here, go yeah. get this one." Yeah, they're yeah. annoying to, to catch. Yeah, they are <laughs> really annoying. Yeah. Well, but you know what? That you know, you know what I discovered. Uh, unfortunately, five in. If you play the um, the cassette tape of Pause, oh, damn it, damn it! You're gonna have to cut that. You're gonna have to cut that. <laughs> He's not gonna cut that. No, I'm probably um, not gonna cut that. The, yeah, the game has been out. For, the game's been out for like three months. So if yeah. you play the cassette of her humming out mm-hmm. loud on your speakers, they'll just walk right over to you. Yeah. Um, they'll just walk right over to you and salute and say, "Big boss, I knew you were alive," and then let you Fulton them. That's not a that's not a spoiler. That's a tip, kids. That is yeah. a tip. <laughs> we just, we just pro tip the shit out of you. <laughs> yep. The other thing you can do, I found out, is you can just hide in a cardboard box and they'll walk right up to you too. Yeah. Yeah. I knew that one. Oh, so any, anything else? Uh, no, but I will. I do want to say that I did get also get the opportunity before I finished the game to actually use the. Um, hide in a toilet stall and play the cassette tape of someone taking a poop. Nice. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, yeah, and uh, I actually used that to escape at one point, which <laughs> I was glad I got to use it. If there's one Anyhow. Metal Gear thing, that's a Metal yep. Gear thing. Yep. Anyhow. All right. Well, I'll wrap this up. I only have a couple things to talk about. I, I spent most of the time playing Battlefront, which we've beaten to death over the last couple of weeks, so I won't spend too much time talking about that. But I'm still having a ball with that. So love that game. Um, and then I checked out a couple things on PS4. Um, I don't know if you call them demos, betas, whatever you want to call them. But I checked out that Indivisible um, that they put up. The prototype, right? Yeah, the yeah. prototype. Which, if you don't know what that is, it's the guys who made Skullgirls are making a 2D um, RPG. It looks kind of cool. It looks amazing. Like visually, because the Skullgirls, I, I, the the guys that create Skullgirls are some of the best animators out there. Like their character design is just fantastic. Oh, Ken, you ever play Valkyrie Profiles for PS One or PS Two? Valkyrie Profiles Two? No, I have not. That that game, the the gameplay is basically that. Okay, because I really like this gameplay. So essentially, yeah, what it is really is, cool. yeah, you get you're, you're going on a two D plane, you get into a battle, and each character is assigned to a button. And when you first start, you only have one character. And I'm assuming the character collection will be a lot longer in the final game than it is in this prototype. Um, But each character is assigned to a button, and the button does their attacks. But the button also blocks. So when the enemy attacks, if you hold it down, it will block, but it uses up your your power meter. Um, And eventually the game teaches you that you can block with all four characters, because the enemies will attack different characters. So you either have to remember to block with one character per the button, or you can hold down L1 and it blocks for all four. But when you block for all four, it eats more of your time, or or of your bar. So you, you have to use it sparingly. But the attacks, you know... You just tap the button, they go in. You can also press up and down on the D-pad to do different versions of the attacks. Um, it's just it's a really simple battle system, and it's really neat. The game also seems to have some Metroidvania kind of stuff in it, like you can collect items that allow you to get to different parts of the levels. But you can you can definitely tell it's a vertical slice of that game, that they just wanted to show you. And, and I think that's really cool. I think when you're asking 
people for like a Kickstarter or Indiegogo or you know whatever those funding, the GoFundMe stuff or whatever, it's good to put something out there to show that you have a proof concept. I agree. And this is a game I would totally buy if they put it out. But will they be able to put it out? There's not that much time left, and they're not. Yeah, they're, they're not that near. Yeah, they're they're, yeah. they're still a ways off, and it makes me sad because I think it would be a really, really, really cool game. So, but no, I really, I really enjoyed that, and I, I do hope they get to make it. Um, the other thing I tried out was, hey, who remembers Drawn to Death? I do. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember uh, that. I played that this weekend. Really? Yep. So they've been doing a. Um, I guess like a like a beta alpha whatever you want to call it. And I finally got a code after waiting forever. Um but yeah, that that game is weird. Like the aesthetic of it is really interesting, uh, but also it's kind of hectic. So sometimes it's hard to tell what you're doing because of the way it's designed. Um it's got a really weird menu. Okay. The menu is a full motion video of you sitting in a classroom. Oh, that's weird. And there's a teacher talking about something, and people are looking at you. And I didn't even know what I was supposed to do until I accidentally moved the right stick, and it looks around. And I'm like, okay, that's weird. And then if you look down, you look down at your notebook, and it starts the game. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, but the game itself is just a a standard... Um, arena, deathmatch kind of game. You've got different characters with different abilities. Um, I I almost feel like this game's going to be free to play because it seems the way it's structured uh, in this in this alpha is that you get to pick one character, and if you want the other ones, you have to pay for them. Okay. Uh, but it does let you try all of them in the tutorial. Do they play differently. They have different specials. So, like, your characters can pick up weapons, like shotgun, standard stuff. Um, and you can carry two guns at a time, but you can also have two different abilities. So, for example, the character I played as would throw their hat, um, which kind of had, like, a blade on it. Uh, another character would have, like, this... Yeah, this other character would have, like, a um, like a guitar, and they would shoot out uh, a note, and the note would go across the screen, and whenever you wanted it to attack, you would hit the button again, and he would slam the guitar down and attack. So it was kind oh, of what like... Was the, what was the girl in Guilty Gear, Guilty Gear with the guitar? I know. I know. Yeah. Is it I know or Eno? Is it... I don't know. Is it Xenoblade or Xenoblade? <laughs> I stop asking these questions after a while. <laughs> I thought it was Xeno. Xenofo. Xenoblade, right? I keep... People keep correcting it to Xenoblade, and I'm like, does it matter? No, uh, it, it, it really that. doesn't. Um, anime, anime, manga, to- manga. Tomato, tomato, yeah. and stuff. That's whatever. Except for Ryu and Ryu, it's, 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 it's Ryu. Yeah. Yeah. It's Ryu. Other it's wrong. definitely Ryu. Yeah. Hey, you don't know that. One of those is wrong. Ryu, ha- Ryu Hayabusa. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, I'd have, I was I was kind of high on Drawn to Death. Like I usually like Jaffe's games, but I don't like the way this is structured. So when you get a kill in multiplayer, it counts as a point, but when you die, it takes one away. So for somebody like me with a really terrible kill to death ratio, that's not a good that's not a good formula. But yeah, is it team based? No, not that I've seen. I think there is a team deathmatch mode. Uh-huh. Uh, but all I played was the straight-up deathmatch, and it's only four people. Wow, really? Yeah. 
I don't know. It's weird. It's it's stylistic, stylistically it's interesting, and it's neat to look at. But some of it's weird, and it definitely has that I don't give a f- Jaffe commentary in it. Okay. Like literally, the the trophies tell a story. Okay. Like it's like a written out story about a girl being in class or whoever your main character I don't know if it's a boy or girl but it's being in class and somebody smiling at them and then they go on to be like oh uh, maybe she's looking at the Abe Lincoln poster behind me but that would make me like her more but then I would think she was weird because she wouldn't have sex with a dead Abe Lincoln it's weird okay sounds sounds creative at least it, it is like it's there's stuff in there that you've never seen like the tutorial is this frog that teaches you how to play the game <laughs> And he's got a really filthy mouth because it's well, it's a David Jaffe game. Hmm. So, um, remind me what what other games has David Jaffe done? He did That's God horrible. of War, Twisted Metal. Um, hmm. What's the Mickey Mouse game they did on the Genesis? Um, the Castle of Castle Illusion. Of Illusion. Also did Calling All Cars, which Calling All Cars, Twisted <laughs> Metal. Apex right there. Yeah. That's an that's an interesting repertoire of games. Yeah, he's very diverse. And and most of them I have loved, like the original Twisted Metal and, and God of War games I really, really enjoyed. So whenever he makes a game it's always on my radar. But I I don't know how I feel about this one, especially since it's multiplayer only. So I mean, I'm not always against multiplayer. I mean for God's sakes I'm loving Battlefront, but sometimes that does limit something like this. Especially when the shooting so far didn't really feel great to me. So, I don't know. Uh, and the last thing I played, I'm assuming I can talk a little bit about the embargo drops tomorrow, so I won't give a super opinion or anything on it, but I'm playing, I played all weekend Just Cause 3. And that game is really fun. <laughs> it is, I mean, I hate to use that description, but it really is Just Cause 2 with a hell of a lot of refinement. Um, They added, you know, they had the parachute in the last game, and this one they've got the parachute plus a wingsuit, so you can essentially just fly across the map. Do you get the wingsuit right off the bat? About 15 minutes in. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. The wingsuit's about 15 minutes in. Um, The big thing that's changed in this game is they added what's called gear mods. So instead of having abilities straight out of the gate, so you remember the original Just Cause 2... Like, you could pull the left trigger and make your zipline move faster to pull you in. Um, that ability is now locked behind a gear mod. And gear mods are obtained by doing these challenges around the map. And the challenges are based on different stuff. So there's explosive challenges, there is driving challenges, flying challenges, um, tether challenges. And when you do them, depending on what score you get in the challenge, you get a certain amount of gears. And those gears unlock the mods. Now, the mods... You can turn them on and off, and at first I was like, why the hell would I ever turn them off? But then you start seeing things change. So, for example, the grenade mod. The first grenade mod makes it what's called a glass grenade, which means it'll explode whenever it hits something. The second upgrade to the grenade mod is selective uh, glass grenade. So you can set it to explode on impact, or you can set it to explode only when it hits an enemy. Um, and then the third one um, allows it to home in on items. So, like, you can throw a grenade and it will home in on enemies, or it will home in on chaos objects. So, I can see why turning some of them on and some of them off, depending on your play style, would work. Um, 
But yeah, everything else is essentially just a bigger, badder version of Just Cause 2. Like, for example, in the first game, at least on console, you had the one tether. You could tether it to something, you could tether that to something else. In this one, you can... up, And these are all behind gear mods, of course. Um, you can get up to six tethers. <laughs> oh, man. Mayhem. <laughs> you can you can literally tether things, and you can upgrade the strength of the tether. So at first, like, a helicopter can't carry a car, because the tether will just snap. Um, but once you upgrade it, your helicopter can carry up to six cars. <laughs> so wow. imagine flying a helicopter through the city carrying six cars underneath. Physics. <laughs> um, wow. But I think my favorite thing to do with the tether, like, you can literally, like, in the first game, it was so hard to go into a base without a lot of firepower to take things down. And this one you can go in with just your tether, tether it to like a chaos object, and then tether it to the ground, and then pull the left trigger to reel it in, and it just topples shit on top of everything. <clears throat> so basically I have, I have spent probably an hour just recording videos of me slowly walking away towards the camera watching stuff blow up behind me. I, I think Just Cause is, is probably the game, the game, to have the best like animated gifs to make out of oh, God, all the yes. random things that you can. I saw one gif where there's this windmill and some guy tethers like a cow to each wing of the windmill, yep. and then now it's shaking the cows and like road. It's 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 just insane. You can you can launch a cow. So let's let's say you've got the upgrade for the tethers. You tether one side to one pole, one side to the other pole, and both of the tethers to the cow. And then you grab the cow with the third tether and pull it back, and then let go. And that fucker launches all the way across the map. <laughs> can you? Can, you gotta kill someone by launching a cow at them that way. Oh yeah, yeah. You just gotta. It's, that that just sounds like super fun. I gotta play that game. Yeah, that's that's the thing about Just Cause. Like you know, you play the story and it's like okay, it's dumb, it's super dumb, whatever. Unfortunately, it's not as super dumb as the as the second one. I keep wanting to call it the first one because I, I, that first game is totally forgettable. Um, but like the the second game had some really weird characters in it that were that were borderline just stupid funny. And this Bolo one, Bolo Santosi. Yeah, Bolo Santosi is still like the greatest character in a video game ever. But in this one, it feels like they're trying to do that again, but at the same time, they're trying to keep it a little serious. And I think that works against it. I mean, the the way the the game presents itself and the things that you can do in it, that just seems to be very contrary to its nature, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, be stupid. Embrace yeah. the stupid. Because that's why I'm playing your game. I'm playing your game so I can, you know, tie a dude to the back of a truck and then swing him across the map into a giant exploding red ball. That, And that's the thing is, man, next gen, them explosions are real nice. <laughs> They blow up real good, but no, that that game is literally just hours of stupid fun of things you can do, um, and like I'm I'm not even paying attention to the story mode. I'm literally just going through and liberating bases and finding different ways to to do stupid stuff. It's fantastic. Um, there are issues right now. Um, the game does have some frame rate issues on huge explosions, uh, at least on the consoles. I've heard the PS4 is worse than the Xbox One, which is always a weird thing to say. Um, 
And the biggest issue I had this weekend, and I'm not going to discount it until the game launches, but the game connects to a server, the Square Enix servers, when you're playing. And they were down on Saturday, they were intermittent. And every time that, that it goes down, the game disconnects and pauses for like 30 seconds. Hmm. And it was super annoying. You can't uh, make it just not auto-connect or something? Nope. I looked for that yeah. everywhere in the menus. I'm like, that is a poor design uh, I'm sorry, design decision. So, um, but yeah, hopefully they, they won't have those issues, and hopefully they'll patch it in so that you can just turn that off. Because the only way to get around it right now is to disconnect your console from the internet. Which is Tony Hawk all over again. Or Metal Gear. Yeah. <laughs> of course, yep. Metal Gear put that patch tax on you. <laughs> yeah. Buy yourself some insurance. Uh, but that's it. Uh, this week I'll be playing some Rainbow Six as well. So. Oh, right. Siege comes out this week too, huh? Yeah, we might as well talk about what's coming out this week because there's a lot of yeah. stuff. Uh, this is kind of the last big week for you know huge games coming out. Um, Just Cause 3 is out this week. Tom Clancy's... Uh, they still call it Tom Clancy, which is weird to me. Uh, Rainbow Six Siege is out this week. Um, Xenoblade Chronicles X is out for the Wii U this week. Uh, the smaller titles out this week are Darius Burst, Chronicle Saviors for the PS4. Uh, Kung Fu Panda, Showdown of Legendary Legends. What? Wow. Yeah, there's a new Kung Fu Panda game out this week. Uh, World Poker Championship uh, and Chivalry Medieval Warfare. Uh, for what? PS4 and Xbox One. Oh, okay. That's been out for the PC for a while. Yeah, though. it's just now coming to PS4 yeah. and Xbox One. And that uh, the Whale Unicorn Star Wall game is mm-hmm. finally coming to Xbox One this week. Mm. Which they removed the subtitle, which was just the tip. That's a shame. That's it a is, good subtitle. That is a good subtitle. Like they're bowing down to the man. Uh, 3DS is getting that Kung Fu Panda game as well as Dimension Remastered. Dimension? Yeah, it was a, it was originally a DS title, I believe. Yeah, it was a DS. Oh, wait, title. yeah, yeah, they're remastering. Like the first person shooter, right? I've yeah, that. yeah, it's uh, being remastered for the 3DS this week, which again, mm-hmm. out of nowhere, <laughs> just put these games out, man. Sure. <sighs> and it's only a week until Devil's Third. <laughs> that game is. I, I I had that I had that game on my GameFly queue because I had no idea when that game was coming out, and I checked my queue yesterday and it says not available for rent. Yeah, there's, I don't. There's no other game that has that marking. I don't know what's wrong with that game. I don't know what's going on with that game, but like I've been talking to Nintendo PR about it for about a month, and they keep going back and forth. Like I, I don't know, I don't know. We might not. Have, I don't know. <laughs> It's like they're ashamed of that game, but they still have to put it out. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like a fart. You need to put it out, but you're kind of ashamed. You want you don't want to do it where anyone can see you. <laughs> yeah, that, that game is weird. Yeah. Uh, then we'll go over some news. Not a lot of news going on this week. Um, yeah, not a lot of news. Though. There's some new DLC out for Rocket League. Uh, there's some free stuff for the holidays that will only be available during the holidays, kind of like the GTA Online stuff. Uh, they also uh, in- introduced some Portal DLC this week. It is free, so you can just go grab it. I really want to play that game some more when I get time. The game's super fun. 
Uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. This was one that cropped up, and I was like, wow. So Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5 got a huge patch this week. Okay. Okay. 7.8 gigs. Okay, they released just another game on top of that one. Eh? <laughs> uh, so it, here's the content that it adds. It adds two new levels, uh, Underground and Wild West. Here was the weird one. It adds additional character campaigns, including Tyler the Creator and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Which which one? All I, of them? It doesn't say. It just says oh. additional character campaign. Teen- I'm going to download this patch after the show just to see what this is. Uh, lighting and visuals have been improved for several levels. Ability to regain special meter. Uh, the rest of the stuff's pretty standard updates. But yeah, seeing that stuff is weird. So I'm interested to revisit this game to see if it's gotten any better since launch. Because it was pretty bad at launch. Uh, Sony's confirmed that remote play is coming um, to the PC for PS4. So they're they're going to be doing the same stuff you can do with Windows 10 on the Xbox One. Which, that's cool. It's neat for people that have that scenario, I guess. Uh, anything else? Like I said, it's, it's been mostly Black Friday sales. Which, did anybody buy anything on Black Friday? I did. What you I bought? bought? Some games I did. Mm-hmm. I bought Helldivers, for one. Got it for 15 bucks. There you go. I um, got the Xbox One. Yeah, you yeah. joined the Xbox One community. And rare replay. Oh God, you! Oh, I can't. Bucks. I can't wait till you play that game. It's so good. Um, I'm trying to imagine. I think I got a few other things. I, well, I, I got the the my PlayStation Vita memory card finally. Which uh, what's what's the space? <laughs> Eight. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's literally only thinking of playing Persona. <laughs> Persona, yeah. Okay, I. I had a 16. I was like, this, this is fine. This is good enough. And I bought a 32, and then it's, ah, this is fine. This is good enough. I delete and reinstall things in my Vita constantly. Yeah. Well, that's probably the same here. Yeah, I have a 32 yeah. gig for my Vita TV, and I'm like, I keep, uh, there's a few games I keep on there. Like, I keep the third birthday on there, and I keep um, a couple other PSP games on there, like the Mega Man X collection, and, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. As far as Vita themselves, I've I've only got Persona 4 Golden on there right now. Those those games are huge though. Like yeah. a lot of the downloadable games, five six gigs sometimes, and thirty two gig just and the sixty four gig I think still costs like eighty bucks or something. Yes. Oh yeah, it was it was one hundred and fifty when it came out. Yeah, stupid. Because I paid a hundred for the thirty two gig at launch. And PlayStation's like. I don't know why the Vita failed, Because <laughs> your proprietary Artary. memory is terrible. Well, while the 3D, my 3DS has like a, what was it, like a 128 gig SD card that I slot in there. Yeah. And it cost I, me like 10 bucks. Yeah, exactly. I, sale. I just got the new 3DS, so I had to go out and get a new, because they use those micro SD mm-hmm. cards. It still only cost me, you know, like, like 10 bucks. Yep. Yeah. For a big card. And I put all of, like, all of my 3DS games are on my 3DS. 3DS games are pretty tiny compared to Vita games, fortunately. Unless you're getting an Atlas game. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, those, those are pretty big. Like, Devil Survivor 2 was... I mean, that game was fully voiced for a 3DS game, so that was pretty incredible. Yeah. But yeah. Um, Far Cry uh, Primal's gameplay footage is... Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. You, you bought some... Oh, yeah. 
Uh, did you guys cover the whole PS2 backwards compatibility thing on the PS4 thing? Yeah, we covered that last week. We're okay, okay. we're assuming they're going to announce it at PSX this weekend. I I hope it's something more than what I expect. I, it won't be discs. Yeah. So I mean, you got to kind of curb your expectations for that. I know, I know, I, I know what I, I know what I expect, and realistically speaking. It's just going to be digital stuff, but man, wouldn't it be nice if it was oh, discs? Oh, it would, it would totally oh, be nice so if it was nice. discs. I got a big stack of discs I'd like to play. <laughs> yeah, me too. It's right above my <clears throat> But you know what? I'll take the digital stuff because I've got some really cool digital games. Yeah. At least I can play them on my PS4, and that's cool. I hope they transfer between accounts like the other games do. Oh, I, I swear they have to, because if they don't... Like, that's the only reason I keep my PS3 hooked up now, is to play those old PS2 and PS1 games that I have digitally. Because I can't yeah. really play them anywhere else. I guess that my Vita TV's hooked up, I could play them on there, but God, the space. Yeah. Um, Vita is pretty good for PS1 games, especially, but PS2, not so much. Yeah, their, their selection of PS1 games... Like, I just bought uh, Blood Omen, Legacy of Kane. Because mm-hmm. it was on sale for a couple oh, bucks. What a great game! Yeah, but it's not compatible with the Vita. Is it? Is it not? Nope. It won't is show it? up in my download list. It says not available on this platform. You can a lot of those games you can actually download on your PS3 and then transfer it over by connecting your Vita to it. There's like a whole list of them. That oh are, yeah. That is not downloadable. Uh, that, that, you might, that, that might work for Blood Cane actually. I'd have to check, but yeah, like that that requires me to keep the PS3 hooked up. That's kind of what I want to do is get rid of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know, just just transferring the games at least maybe. It work. it doesn't take. I used to do that transfer to the memory card. It doesn't take that long, but it's still mm-hmm. like ugh. yeah, it's a hassle. It's a hassle. That I don't know. I don't know why they do it. If it's if the game is playable and works fine, they should just list it in the downloads. It's fine. Yeah, whatever happened to them doing more updates to that list? Because they I don't they don't really do that anymore. Yeah, they, they haven't done that in a long, long time. Although Freedom Wars... Is it Freedom Wars that's free on Vita next month? It's compatible with PSTV. It is. Uh, for free? Yeah, give the it's game a try. It's free! Those are my favorite prizes. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. I guess we could talk about good that deal. news, right? Um, Xbox Games with Gold. Uh, Van Helsing is finally coming to the Xbox One! Is it one or two? It's one. Oh. <laughs> Okay then. Which is what like what kind of game is that? It's Diablo, essentially. Yeah. Wow. Um, but that'll be out on December first, and it, at least it's free. Free is the best price. Um, what was the other game? Shit. Uh, Thief. 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 That's right. Okay, so you get what? Thief. Wasn't Thief already free on three sixty? Three sixty. Okay. Uh, then the three sixty games this month were you get three right. Because they give you Castle Storm for some reason. Um, damn, what was the other two? <laughs> uh, I can't. Not very remember. good if you can't remember them. I guess. Yeah. As shit. Hang on. Go ahead and look them up, Drew. These are my games with gold, right? Yes. We got Van Helsing, Thief, Castle Storm, Sacred 3, and Operation Flashpoint, Dragon Rising. That's right. Sacred 3 is not a bad game. It's okay. Sexy Pants. Sexy Pants is in the house. That's right. Sexy Pants, right? <laughs> you got to play the game to get that. Yeah. There's a guy, so there's an announcer, right? And every time mm-hmm. you kill some, something, like, if you, anytime you get, like, a really good kill where you kill, like, a bunch of guys at one time, he'll say something dumb. 
and, and sexy a lot of times pants. he would yell sexy pants. It's that I like that game. We actually did we ever beat it? I didn't think we ever beat. No, the last we made boss. to the we made it to the final boss and we couldn't figure out how to beat it. And there's a trick to it. And then we stopped our recording, and then I actually went back and beat it. Okay, okay. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, we, we were at the final boss. Okay. Uh, the PS Plus lineup this month for PS3, you get SSX and Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. Both great games. Go check those out. Uh, PS Vita gets uh, Freedom Wars, which we talked about, and Rocket Birds Hard Boiled Chicken. They release, what? they give away some really dumb shit for the Vita. <laughs> I don't I don't know what the Rocket Birds is. <laughs> I don't ask me, I don't know. Okay. I would assume an Angry Birds clone. That sounds good. I is hope Freedom not. Wars kind of like a Monster Hunter type. It's game? a Monster Hunter light, right? It's it's Monster Hunter Bastard Child. There you go. So uh, you say it's like Ragnarok Odyssey. Uh, no, Ragnarok's better. Okay. <laughs> Ragnarok's pretty damn good. Can, can I play it on my Vita TV? Yes. Yes, you can. Okay. Well, then I may give it a shot. Uh, and PS4 uh, Gauntlet Slayer Edition, which is okay. I mean, I had fun with it. And then here's the big slap right in the penis. You get King's Quest Chapter 1. Right. You don't get Dick the whole move. thing. Dick move. Yep. That's like, we'll give you... Like, aren't most episodic games eventually give you the first episode for free to get you hooked? This is they true. Do. Yes. So, it's really kind of crappy that they give you the first episode. Yeah, it seems like a like a marketing thing than an incentive. Yeah, I don't I don't like that at all. Uh, if you're yeah. going to do that, give the whole thing away or don't give it away at all. Did anyone review uh, King's Quest for the site for us? Yes, mm-hmm. uh, Justin Solani reviewed that. Did, did he Did he like it? Yeah, he, thought he absolutely it was, loved it. Yeah, he thought it was good. Mm-hmm. He likes those old school adventure games too. So, is it a? It's not a Telltale game, is it? No, no. Okay. It's Sierra, the new Sierra, uh, and I believe the original King's Quest creators kind of signed off on it, right? I, I'm pretty sure they helped out with some of it. I yeah. Think. It was it was a it was a good collaboration. I'll I'll probably check it out because I like those adventure type of games. Um, but it, it is kind of crummy that they're only giving you the f- first episode. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that at all. Uh, as far as the rest of the news goes, it's going to be a big week for news, but we're not going to have it until uh, Thursday and Saturday because <laughs> you get the Game Awards on Thursday night, and then you've got PSX over the weekend. Um, is the Game Awards... It'll be on Xbox One if you want to watch it there. Okay. That's so. the Spikes Award thing, right? It would used to be the Spikes Award. Used Awards. to be, yeah. yeah. Now what's now it's it just called? The, the Keeley. It's just called The Game Awards is what it's yeah. called. Who's uh, who's hosting? Keeley. J- Jeff Keeley? Yeah. Big G-Off. Uh, okay. Giraffe next. G-Off. I used to call it G-Off. <laughs> you, did you really used to call it G-Off? I didn't know how to pronounce that. It's just Jeff. Because it was a Tony Hawk pro skater <clears throat> named uh, Jeff Raleigh. And I used to call him, call him, call him Geoff Raleigh. Like, like somebody would name their kid Geoff. I don't know. Maybe he was Geoff. German or some shit. Geoff! <laughs> Geoff. Kind of sounds like Joff. I don't know. Sounds, <laughs> like King, sounds plausible. King Geoff? King Geoffrey? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. It works. All right, we got an email comes in from Jeff. Not Geoff. Not Geoff? Not Geoff? Okay. Uh, God damn it. Geoff uh, Raleigh. Jesus. His, hey, all, hey all, it's been a while since I caught the show, but I had a couple questions for you. I guess this is mostly for Ken and Ryan, but anyone else who has access to a kid... 
<laughs> Access to a kid? I don't I, yeah, no. <laughs> uh, Phrasing. Cousin, niece, niece, nephew can pitch in as well. Uh, this weekend I picked up Transformers Def- uh, uh, Devastation off the Sony Flash sale for my six-year-old. Ooh, that's not a good idea. Uh, he wanted to play since he loves Transformer. He was doing pretty good, but he doesn't really master the whole move with one thumbstick, control the camera with the other concept. Uh, since he doesn't move the camera most of the time, he runs around with the camera facing the character's front, not behind um, the character as it should be. This drives me crazy because you can't see what you need to be doing, and you're running around blind. Eventually he stops stops moving and switches the camera to where it needs to be, usually just before I smash the controller from his hands. So my question after that long setup, is there anything your kid or borrowed kid does when playing that drives you crazy? Um, you know what it used to drive me crazy, but I learned a long time ago that if I was going to play with him, I had to sacrifice. Now, he's better now, but when I first started playing with him, I had to, I learned that I had to sacrifice any concept of progression. Um, because he was just playing to have fun. Yeah. Right? He wasn't playing to beat the level or beat the game. Now, now, the good news is now he is not like that at all. He wants to finish the level. He wants to push forward. So, um... It's worked out well, but I remember early on um, getting frustrated about the fact that he didn't seem to care about finishing the level. It was just, you know, he was just playing. How, play. how old? Especially, I remember that he was probably four. Okay. Um, he, uh, uh, yeah, probably four. He he always wanted to play Marvel Ultimate Alliance and uh, just kind of walk around. Um, and that drove me crazy at first until, like I said. <laughs> Okay, I got I got one better. This this is what drives me crazy about my kid playing games. So he'll play the game, and then he'll get to a point where he gets stuck. And this happened a lot of time with Lego games, which I get because goddamn it, the Lego games are so bad about telling you where you should be going or what you should be doing. Yeah, right. So he would get to that point where he didn't know what to do, and he would be like. Daddy, can you do this for me? And most of the time, I'm like, no, I'm busy or something. But every now and then, I would take it. I'd be like, okay, I will do this for you. He would stand over my shoulder as I was trying to do it for him and getting to the part that he couldn't do. If I did something wrong, he'd be like, no, you got to do it like this. No, you got to do it like this to the point where I just wanted to hand it back to him and do it your damn self. Yeah, backseat driver. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that was funny. Um, I I babysit my sister's kids all the time. I became an uncle before I even got out of high school. Damn. There's an age gap there. So ever since um, I was looking after the youngest kid, I started probably letting him play games at around like five or six or something like that. So I'll just sit him down, and it was kind of an interesting concept to figure out what game he might have any kind of enjoyment out of. And what I found out that it was fine for him to play fighting games. Fighting games are okay. Just because of the fact that you set the fighting game, a single-player fighting game, on the lowest difficulty, and uh, he just presses buttons, the the AI just basically stands there walking forward, letting you kill them. Yeah. Yeah, and then he would play, and then I would try to teach him, try pressing square, square, triangle. Square, square, triangle. So I, I had him do it. And then I was like, you see how that connects one move to the other? And I was showing him to him. I was like, okay, try that again. 
and he would do it, and then he would go off to play by himself, and then he would never use any of the things that I would teach him. <laughs> he would just keep pressing, like, circle over and over again, which is like a roundhouse kick, and he would just endlessly press that single button and not try anything else and infuriated the crap out of me. Just, just try other buttons and other combinations. Like, they're, they're, you, you must want to try something new. But no, this works. I'm going to keep press, pressing this button over and over again. Hey, whatever uh, works, right? Uh, just to kind of make you feel even funnier about it, I was an uncle before I got out of a stroller. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 have, I have a friend who was an uncle before he was born. My, my niece <laughs> used to push me around in a baby carriage and tell everybody in the neighborhood I was her uncle. <laughs> the logistics behind it all just confounds me. It is. Uh, do you want even more infuriating about fighting you? The first time I gave my kid Smash, all mm-hmm. he did was run off the side because it makes that big explosion. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. yeah, he was just like, I'm going to run off the side. He loved Game. that. Yeah, he loved that. <laughs> oh. Anyway, oh, he has a second question. He says, second question goes out to everyone. Is there any game that you're really into that you can't explain why you're into it? Uh, my addiction is the mobile game Tap Titans. All you do is fight an endless cycle of enemies over and over simply by simply tapping your screen. Uh, that's it. There's no other mechanics. My wife asked me why I keep playing. Honestly, I have no answer for her. All I can tell her is just because. So do you any of you have a game like this in your library? Thanks, Advance, for the discussion. I, I mean... I don't know. I mean, if you if you talk about mobile stuff, I, puzzles and dragons. I. Don't, um, I mean, it's but I mean, you know, it's just one of those things. It's like a collecting game, you know. I mean, and the, you know, there's progression and stuff. Most of the games that I get like obsessed with, I mean, people understand why. Like, yeah. I, mean, I guess, like trials, um, doing the. The extreme tracks, people always would ask me, why do you keep doing that? Why do you care that you die 600 times in a row? I don't know. Right. It's, it's just fun. I mean... <laughs> now, most of the mobile stuff I get obsessed with is pretty boring. It's like, I, I'm, I've been playing a lot of uh, poker on mobile lately. Um, but, I mean, it's poker. Yeah. Right? It's, I mean, it is what it yeah. is. I just assume uh, it's because we're getting old. Yeah. My wife, though, um, I got accidentally got my wife hooked. We we got Jacob this game um, called Jelly Splash on mobile. It was free, and we thought, eh, he might like to just mess around with it. Well, then I started playing it too, and I'm like, oh, this is actually, you know, for a kind of a match three style game, this is actually pretty good. My wife is now obsessed. <laughs> obsessed with it. Yeah. Has she tried Candy Crush? Oh yeah, she's yeah. I get She's at least I get at least fourteen invites a week on Facebook to play fucking that candy game or whatever. I have I have blocked that shit because that's all I ever got to. Yeah, it's so annoying. Yes. All right, people asking you to play things is really annoying. Yeah, goddamn people <laughs> on Facebook. Like, don't ask me to play a game on Facebook. That's yeah. not a game. <laughs> check check out my farm and farm bill. Fucking hey, farm. Listen. Hey, let me tell you something. You may not think Farmville's a game, but I knew someone who played the living shit I know. out of Farmville. People play those games. I get it. I mean, I would love to see my wife's hour count on World of Warcraft. I really would. Do you I, really, though, Ken? Do you really? 
<laughs> How many months have I paid for? <laughs> does she? Does she? Does she raid and shit too? She arenas. Um, most of yeah, the time. Yeah, she was always into the battlegrounds yeah, and arenas. The PvP stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's that's her thing. She grinds for the gear and then she does battlegrounds and PvP stuff. I hear it all the time. <laughs> when she has a few drinks, I hear some really funny commentary. Makes my night. <laughs> Is she excited for the new expansion coming for World of Warcraft? I don't know. She hasn't talked much about it. I guess you can get into yeah. like early access for it to get access to the Demon Hunter. I, I think that's a thing. Yeah. I, I remember reading that. Because like, that news sticks out at me now just because she plays it so much. Mm-hmm. So Used to, I didn't give two shits because I don't play that game. I tried to get into other RPGs and she wouldn't do it. No, it's wow, man! It's all wow, wow. only. Yeah, I've bought her. So I bought her Guild Wars two. I bought her Elder Scrolls Online. Did uh, you try to get her for Final Fantasy fourteen? Yep, we played together maybe three times, and then she never really got Ouch. into it. Yeah, and in fact, I fell off. And sadly, I love that game. I really do. Um, I just had to take some time away to play other stuff, <clears throat> and my subscription ran out, so I haven't had a chance to renew it. Because, uh, you know, I've been debating probably the past month or so, just uh, in our email thread, just saying, hey, how's that Final Fantasy review coming? Yeah, I I mean, I, I've played a lot of it. Like, I'm a lo- I've am got a level 40 and I've got a level 20. Um, so I'm yes. only like 10 levels away from hitting the, uh, the Heavensward stuff. Yeah. But God damn, I love that game. Is this review going to be for Final Fantasy XIV Realm Reborn or for Heaven's? I was Heaven's doing War. I was doing like um, like a noobs experience article, uh-huh. uh, and I did the first twenty levels. I never got around to writing the second twenty levels. I, I didn't either for Guild Wars. Yeah, <laughs> I mean I I adore Final Fantasy XIV. If you can afford it, that is the MMO I suggest. Like I had so much fun with that. But, you know, I'd have to go out and get another subscription and, and get back into playing it. And when I do get into playing that game, it totally consumes everything else. Yeah, that's, which, that's the yeah. thing. It's you not know, a good idea during review season to be consumed by an MMO. <laughs> we're, we're not in the the good business of playing a subscription-based MMO. No, and it's sad because I had so much fun with Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah, that's that's one of the things. Is like I I want to play these other games, you know, Fallout. I want to play, you know, Star Wars. I want to play all these other games, and yep. but then I feel obligated to play something I'm paying for all the time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just I don't want to do that. I mean, I I played World of Warcraft. I, I think I made I, I didn't you know reach the top level or anything like. That. I did one raid, and I was like, okay, this is all right, but I there's other games to play. Yeah, know? I've I've never been of the mind that World of Warcraft sucks. There's a reason why it's been around for 10 years no, and as popular great. as it is. But I just don't have the time to play it. Well, yeah, now definitely. apparently you can just win game time now. Yeah, she does that. Oh, so she doesn't have a subscription. You don't, you don't win it. You earn gold and gold pays for the subscription time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's extremely hard to do, but she does it. Well, of course she does. Um, anyway, let's finish off with the tweets because we got a lot of them, and might be my favorite tweet is on this show. I'm just okay. going to throw that out there to you. Okay. Um, what did we end with last week? Do you remember? Did we do Glenn saying nice trying to get drunk before flying back into the war zone called Iraq? I I I don't remember think so. that. I, I remember Glenn, but I don't remember him saying that. Okay. He says, keep up with the show. Uh, you guys remind me of life away from these battlefields. Well, that's good. I'm glad we can we can give you some kind of home feeling as bad as our show is. 
Uh, Jack sent us a tweet. I uh, was asking Double XP Weekend for Call of Duty's been epic. Uh, anybody been playing? That's a John thing. Yeah, I so, don't own that game. I do, but I still haven't even like cracked half of it. It it came and went because I had so many other games to do. Uh, Mookie says playing and or watching Life is Strange is an experience. It is a fantastic game. Uh, I gotta play that game before the year is over. Yep, it's on my list too. Like, and uh, Drew, how long is that game altogether? Like, um, well, there's five episodes. I'd say each episode would take you at the most two hours. Okay. So, what I told Ken and what I suggest anybody out there who wants to like play through this entire thing, play an episode a day. That's all you gotta do. Like you act like you're watching a TV show. You yeah. Know? I need to, I need to like do that. that. I yeah, need to do reasonable. that before the end of the year. I've got that in Borderlands, and I don't know that Borderlands is going to make it. Borderlands is really good, though. I, I'm I mean, sure I it is. I mean, it's. I, it, it may not be in my top ten. I'm still debating that, but it's up there. It's fantastic. It's yeah. one of the better Telltale games. I need to play uh, Xenoblade. Um, I think that's the last game I need to play that might even be considered for my top ten. When you need some hints, you can hit me up, Ken. You'll need them. I I will certainly do that, because that's going to be like, I'm trying to binge as much Just Cause as I can, mm-hmm. so that I can kind of put that down on Friday when I pick up Xenoblade and play Xenoblade over the weekend. Yeah, I'm going to be playing that too. Um, Alright. Uh, Creed says, how many of y'all stopped playing Fallout 4? I, I'm still playing it. Okay. Uh, I stopped because of review games, but I want to go back into it. <laughs> he said, who's logged back onto YouPorn? I oh, it was Pornhub. That, that article. Yeah, it was Pornhub in the article, not YouPorn. Oh, okay. what, are, what are you talking about? The Fallout 4, when it came out, the traffic for YouPorn went down by like 40%. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Alright, here it is. My favorite tweet, and you're going to have to go find this tweet to see it, because it's a video that you have to watch. Okay. But Scott Stapp reviewed the movie Creed. Oh, I saw this. And he reviewed it from the perspective that he thought it was a documentary about his band. <laughs> and he even sings a song. Yes. The, in that the intro to the, to the video, it says, Can you take me to the movies? <laughs> <laughs> At the end of it, he says, Next week I'll be reviewing Assassin's Creed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's pretty funny. I wonder uh, if that's like his idea or someone. Like, I don't know, but you gotta go watch was, this video. I'm sure it was funny or die. Yeah, it's funny or die. But oh my god, it's so good. It's like embrace it. It's hilarious. Embrace okay. it, Scott. That's all you got left. He ain't got much left, does he? Yeah. And his Creed's next tweet says, "With arms wide open." Mm-hmm. Oh, awesome. Man. So good. It's such a great video. As much as we make that joke on this show, it has finally paid off. <laughs> uh, Mookie says, shit, I totally missed it. Uh, very happy belated birthday to me. Stay fat and happy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I can't help but laugh at that because I constantly talk about that. And you know what? I'm goddamn fat and I'm goddamn happy. Oh, there you go. Uh, Creed, uh, I'm sorry, Mookie also says, if Rise of the Tomb Raider was released on PC this year, it would have been one of my personal game of the year. But. That's, that's the end of it. Okay. 
It wasn't released on PC. But it wasn't, so now it's not my personal game of the year. Yeah, well, I, that's a weird statement. That's like, did you play it? Because if you did, it should still be your game of the year. But if you didn't play it, then how do you know? Maybe you don't like it. I don't know. Yeah. It's well, all, people, it, people make those statements all the time. I remember as people... I think one of you guys said, "Oh, Metal Gear Solid Five is going to be like my, be my game of the year," before you played it. I, before I it came out. Well, see, I had the conflict because I have that in Mortal Kombat, which are my two favorite series. Right. And both of them came out this year, so I was going to have to pick. And yeah, I don't, I don't think I need to. Yeah, I don't think you need to either. I think Metal, I think Mortal Kombat will be above Metal Gear, but there are other games out there that might be above that. I don't know. Oh, my list is hard this year. It's really I, hard. I, I I really, I'm a lot like last year, where I'm feeling, I don't know what to choose because nothing really struck me as game of the year potential. God damn, I'm totally that, the opposite. That's crazy to me, Drew. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm the opposite too. I, I have too so many, many that I don't know what to pick. The thing is, my is number like, one. Fallout is probably going to be really high up there because I I, I mean I've. I've put well over, I think, I, like, like the counter goes in days. Yeah. So it doesn't tell you how many hours you've done. So I've done like a day in, I don't know how many hours, but, you know, I've put a lot of time in the Fallout, and I really, really like that game. But, I mean, it's like one of those things where I'm like, yeah, but it's Fallout. You know, I, like, the the thing that gets me is, is that game of the year kind of thing, I want it to be something new. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, Fallout's great, but fuck, I've played Fallout before. I've played a Fallout 3. I played New Vegas, so, you know. Yeah, but you played a Metal Gear, too. I did, and but Metal Gear was oh God, it's completely different compared to the other well, ones. Well, think about your last couple of years for Game of the Year, right? How many of those were sequels Lots or remakes or something? Well, I'm Probably Dragon most Age. of them. Dragon Age was... Um, <clears throat> Bullshit game. <laughs> You're still mad at that game. I'm still mad about Dragon Age, but well, yeah. go on, go on, Drew. Uh, what was I can't? I, I've got them all wrote down, but um, I think the year before that it was a Link Between Worlds uh, sequel, technically. Yeah, yeah. Um, remake technically. Yeah, actually, I think a DMC. That's a remake. Yeah. See what I mean? Like you're. I I think I put much more weight on things that are new IP. That's one of the reasons why, in that particular year, Xenoblade Chronicles won uh, over something else that was a sequel. Because you know, I think I think you should gauge things a little higher when things IPs you got to take chances on, and I think that ought to be rewarded. Yeah. So I think that's good, but I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say like, oh, it has to be or anything like that. It's too harsh I, of a stipulation. I've got to look it up now. So I've got them. I've got them all wrote down here. Uh, game of the year. In 2014 was obviously Dragon Age, Inquisition, for me. Um, Shovel Knight was a close number two. 2013, I've got it wrote down. Uh, Link Between Worlds was uh, that one. 2012 was Far Cry 3. <laughs> Seeing a trend here, buddy. 2011, Dead Island. Yeah, there's an original IP. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in 2010, Super Street Fighter 4. <laughs> like the de facto <laughs> sequel. Yeah. 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 You, you, right. know, you know what makes me the saddest about my game of the year list? Last year, I had four of my top ten were Nintendo Wii U games. Yeah. This year, none so far. 
Oh, you one didn't, of mine. Uh, you didn't play Bayonetta 2? You didn't Actually, like it? Actually, two of mine are. Bayonetta 2 was last year. Was it last year? Yep. It was in my top two last year. Huh. What, what, would, what would you say? I said two of mine are Wii U games right mm. now. Mario Maker I thought about, but then I was like, I, it's not really there for me. Like, I see where it's cool, but it's not there. And the only other chance is Xenoblade, because Splatoon was neat for like two weeks, and then I was done with it. Um, God, what else did they even put out this year? Fatal Frame. I didn't play it. You didn't play it? I Man, really meant I'm to. Still, I'm still you made such now. a stink about it. I w- you know what's hard for me? You know why it's so hard for me to buy that game? Because Nintendo doesn't want me to buy that game. Number one, they didn't put it out physically. Okay, fine. I don't mind buying digital games. But I do mind buying digital games. I don't know... They're not tied to my account. So if my Wii U dies, that $60 is gone. Yeah. Is it? No, it is tied to your account. Nope, it's tied to your system. Are you sure? Yep. That's why you have to do a system transfer for the 3DS. Same with the Wii U. If you buy a new Wii U, you got to do a system transfer. You can't just re-download it. It sucks. Damn Nintendo. Yep. Maybe when so they implement stupid. that new system, the new account system they're supposed to be doing, you know, the normal account system that's been around since the goddamn Xbox? <laughs> There's a new reward system based on that, too. That's supposed yep. to, yeah. So, yeah, maybe when they implement that, I will buy it. But right now, I'm super nervous about giving them $60 for a game that I might not own next year. Mm. Like, I'm not against digital purchases. Most of them are going to be services that are around for a really long time. But Nintendo shit on the Wii Virtual Console, and all of those games are now gone. So, yeah, I'm a little nervous about that. Um... Creed says, should Nintendo give Platinum Games Eternal Darkness to either remake or make the sequel? I don't know if Platinum Games could do I, Eternal Darkness. I'm, yeah, I'm just saying yeah. no, because Eternal Darkness is not a character action game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what Platinum does best. Yep. As long as they're doing something in that vein, cool, give it to Platinum. You want to give them a psychological survival horror game? No. Who would, who would do justice to Eternal Darkness from a development <sighs> I I mean Shinji Mikami. Mikami? Uh, Mikami would do an admirable job, I think. I think I he think would so. spend too much time focusing on outdated ideas. Hmm. Are you are you going back to the evil within? Yes. That game <laughs> is extremely two thousand three. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, I like evil within. No, I, I, I love I, I, I love the game. It. It's just a different kind of game. Yeah, that 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 I was even saying that on Phoenix Down. It feels like a it feels like a game that should have been released in like two thousand four. Yeah, and and that's not a bad thing. Like, there's a lot of really great freaking games out there, but it's a different kind of game. Like, we've progressed survival horror. Like Dead Space kind of changed the landscape, you know. It did, but like that game Evil Within is a throwback, and that's awesome. I love throwbacks, but it's, it's Shadows different. of the Dam though. Yeah, but that's Mikami plus Suda. Suda, yeah. Suda's best games are when he collaborates with somebody else. It's true. I mean, they're so good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like I'm uh, no more stuff, no more heroes stuff. Too. I, I loved, I loved no more heroes. See, I, I tried to get into that one. I couldn't get into that one. Although they're so fucking dumb. I am. They're, I am, they're fun. 
I'm a yeah. huge apologist for Lollipop Chainsaw. I love like that it. game. I like that game. Uh, yeah, it's, okay. it's combat is terrible, but for some reason I just really enjoyed that game. How was Killer is Dead? I, I played it and beat it. It's okay. It's yeah. weird as fuck. It, well, it's a lot of his are. Have you ever played Killer 7? Oh, yeah. Killer 7 is just a bad game. I'm sorry. Fuck. I hate oh, Killer man. 7. I like Killer Seven. It's it's not it's not bad. It's well I, I well I won't say it's not bad, but it's you you, you gotta say it's unique, right? It's oh, fucking like weird. One of a kind. Yeah. It's weird, not just in like what it looks like and what it is, but the gameplay is fucking yeah. weird. Yeah, I just did not. I don't like those kind of games. I don't like the on rails kind of stuff. It's just not for me. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna move on. We're running deep. Uh, Mighty Mookie says, "What's next?" Insane Clown reviews Twisted Metal. Uh, and thought they were cousins of Sweet Tooth, referring to the Scott Stapp reviewing Creed. Mm. And I just replied by saying, I'd be down for some Shaggy 2 Dope reviews. Fucking <laughs> magnets. Magnets. How do they work? It's a fucking miracle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Insane Clown Posse is so stupid, it's awesome. Yeah. Um... Uh, Mookie says he bought FIFA 14, as per John WUK recommendation. For four quids. That's pretty cheap. I don't know how much that is. Yeah, me neither. Four pounds. How much is four pounds, Drew? <laughs> like maybe six bucks, seven bucks. Okay. Well, that's not bad. Um, Mookie also says, Happy Thanksgiving, all you sexy meat lovers. And he put a video on there, which apparently has sensitive material, so I'm not going to click it right now. Well, when he says meat lovers and posts a sensitive video, I think... I think you're right to be cautious. Yes. Yes. Uh, Anthony says, you guys grab any of the games on Xbox or PSN? I grabbed myself Wolfenstein, uh, The Old Blood, Far Cry 4, and The Handsome Collection. Man, The Handsome Collection was like $21 this, this weekend. Yeah. I mean, that's a good deal for, I mean, two 40-hour RPGs. Yeah, that's a lot of game. So... I did not... Uh, going back to the Black Friday stuff, I bought nothing. I have far too much. <laughs> yeah, that was my oh, yeah. thing. I'm like, I don't need to buy more. Yeah, I mean, I still got Fallout to play. I mean, I'm getting Xenoblade. Fuck. Yeah, I've got too much to play. And I was like, looking at these sales, I'm like, yeah, there's a couple things I could pick up here and there. I, I take that back. I bought one game on the PlayStation Flash sale, which was Contra Shattered Soldier for the PS2 for a dollar fifty. Is that game go. good? It's okay. It's two D for a dollar fifty. Yeah, for a dollar fifty, it's two D. It's it's hard. I mean, those are the those are the you know the trademarks of Contra. No. Hardcore Uprising. Let's not talk about Super C. Oh, I'm gonna bring that back up. Hardcore Uprising was fucking hard. Dude. Hard as shit, dude. That game was fucking difficult. I didn't realize it was made by Konami. No, it's made by um, Ark. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's published by It's Konami. published by Konami, but yeah, it's made by Ark. Oh, yeah, it's published by Konami because if you let it sit, like, you know how the PS3 has those little, like, when you hover over the game in the menu, it, like, yeah. plays a song. It plays the Contra song. Yeah, no, when you yeah. start the game. I remember, I think I even talked about it on this show. A buddy of mine got it. And I was playing it, and I hit the start button, and it goes, dun, 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 dun. and I was like, that's fucking Contra. Yeah, it was essentially supposed to be like a like a reimagining of Contra. 
Yeah, and, and it just then when didn't he died, take off. They played, played the Contra Death theme, and I'm like, "What the fuck is it? They're ripping off Contra like straight up." And no, then I was like, yeah. "Oh, it's made, it's Konami's." Yeah, <laughs> Konami like, oh. hired Arc System Works to kind of reboot Contra in a different way, and it was a great game. It really yeah. is, but it just didn't take off because Contra is not really for this generation. Yeah. What was uh What was that other game that was kind of like that? Uh, the Glacial Fortress. <laughs> Uh, what? God, you, did you really just use English on this podcast? Did you really do that? <laughs> we used to make that joke all the time. We did, and it's funny. Um, what was the name of that game? God damn, what was the name of that game? I never saw levels 3, 4, and 5 because I sucked at it. Yeah, oh, yeah, the game was difficult. Um, didn't it have a number in its name? Oh, God. You're you're asking me to pull this out, and I can't think of the name of it. Oh, my Don't God. I don't, I don't know what you guys are it's talking about. It's an Xbox Live arcade game. Okay. Uh, it's a side-scrolling, uh, almost like horizontal shooter. I'm pretty sure you're in a mech. Uh, I can't. I'm sorry, I can't think of the name of it. But like the first level is called the Glacial Fortress, and the, and the announcer in the game goes, "Welcome to the Glacial Fortress." <laughs> it's it's so uh, bad. It's okay. so Omega Five. Omega Five. There you go. Okay. <laughs> I just typed in the great. <laughs> I, I almost typed in the Glacial Fortress, but oh, I actually Jesus. Glacial Fortress. <laughs> Wait, when, you, when you Google Glacial Fortress, that came, game came out? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's pretty impressive. That's kind of the meme for that game, really. Hmm. Anyway. Moving on. He says, also proud to say I got my wife to get the Fallout Xbox One bundle. Now we have our own of each console. No more split screen, and thankfully all i got to do is uh, sign in on hers, and she can use all my games on both console- consoles. Great time to be a motherfucking gamer. I do like that, um, that if you sign in on a separate second Xbox, any profile can use your games. I think that's kind of cool. And I do love the, the, the syncing of cloud saves. Wasn't that supposed to be like the big trademark for the Xbox One when they announced it? it was like, oh, if you have that game, you can you can share it, share it with your friends. They and stuff changed like that. that because everybody didn't want it to be online all the time. <clears throat> so, yep. Uh, he says, "Hope y'all had a great Thanksgiving." Mm. <laughs> I, really. I had some. I had some chicken. Had chicken some... tastes better than turkey. Oh. Man, I don't know about it's that. a fact. Yeah. Crazy. I'm white, so I prefer turkey. Okay, turkey. <laughs> Isn't that the joke that you know if you want to put a white person to sleep, you give them some turkey, box of wine, and a box of wine. You know, wine, wine comes in a box, right? I know it, it comes does. in a yeah. box. It's, it's, you got to buy it at like the Walmart. Yeah. Wine? Kid me? It's more likely that Drew doesn't know that it comes in something other than a box. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Uh, Drew, he's like, think white. Wait, wine comes in bottles. Drew is no. the whitest kid I know. What I are think you, you need about? a box. Uh, oh God, there's a tweet <laughs> up here about a news story I did not cover. That'll be fun. Uh, Mookie says, "Do you want to build a snowman?" It's got musical notes around it, so you know what that means. Yeah. Uh, Sean says, "Any game award predictions? I hope Witcher Three for Game of the Year. Also, think we get a world premiere for some new Sony exclusive." Hmm. Mm. I, they uh they actually premiered Bloodborne on on that show, right? Yeah, but I think yeah. with PSX being like two days after, why would they That's give true. you know the hype to that? Mm-hmm. So I, I would expect um you know what game I'm really thinking, and I know it's probably not going to happen, but isn't it about time to announce Injustice Two? We know it's coming. 
And that seems like a Game Awards kind of mainstream game. Would they do that, though, when they got a new DLC pack coming from Mortal Kombat? That's what I'm wondering. Like, do you overlap those? I wouldn't do it. Because we know Injustice is probably coming 2017. I'll tell you what they'll probably do. They'll wait for Evo next year to show off Injustice. Yeah. I mean, they'll straight up show it off. I'd be uh, down for that. Yeah, maybe. I, I'm just wondering what game we're going to see, because there has to be something new, right? The Game Awards always has at least one new game. But they, I don't think it'll be big, like, major thing. Well, last year it was mostly indie stuff. It still isn't out, which is hilarious. Yeah. But is going to be there, so I guess we figure <sighs> out what the hell he's doing. Silent Hills, but it won't be called that. He's yeah. just going to make Snatcher 3. Yeah, probably. There's a Snatcher 2? Well, what was the... Um, Police Knot? Police Knot. Yeah, there was two games, but... Oh. That, that's, those are sequels? I don't know that. They're, they're in the same universe. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Plo617 says, What will come first, No Man's Sky or Phoenix Down's Metal Gear Solid 5 episode? Metal Gear Solid 5 <laughs> episode, I guarantee it. <laughs> Do you, Drew? I Do promise. It, okay. it, will, it will be this year. I'm going to force Matt to play through that fucking game. Good Lord, you're running out of time. There's only 30 days left. This is right. true. Uh, Captain America Civil War looks awesome. What are you anticipating more, Batman versus Superman? That or Batman versus Superman? They both look crazy. Um, I, 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 I'm being a DC guy. And, uh, and the yeah. fact that we've waited 20 years for this Batman-Superman crossover movie, that's certainly my pick. Uh, I'll go with the track record and go with Marvel here. I thought, Ryan. I, I thought Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> right, Ryan. Uh, I, I actually am going to say uh, Batman Superman. Yeah, okay. three to I'm one. The, yeah. I'm the okay. Here. okay. Yeah. No, they both yeah, look. Just because I haven't seen all the other Marvel movies that lead up. Uh, mm. uh, okay. And I'm looking forward to Ben Affleck's take on Batman. I'm sure Spider-Man's going to be in Civil War. I think that's going to be his debut. But that's pr- what probably said. not I, a big. I really hope so. It, it won't be a big part. I'd almost guarantee you that. It'll be an after-credits thing. Yeah. Or it'll be like a quick cameo, kind of like, you know, people are flipping out because Aquaman and uh, Cyborg are in Batman Superman. I'd almost guarantee they have less than five-minute screen time. Um, they're going to be at the end, I'm telling you. When, yeah. when when the big thing happens, they'll be there. It's time for the Justice League. Yeah. Are they, are they throwing in Flash and Daredevil in there somewhere? Daredevil's Marvel. Yeah, but isn't isn't he, like, part of the Civil War thing? Or is he not? The Flash is DC. Yeah. No, what I mean is like, in, they're making all these TV shows, right? Oh, you're talking and about uh, The Flash is getting his own movie and it's separate from the oh, TV show okay, and it's okay. a terrible idea. It'll be a different It's actor a different Flash. Really? Yeah. yeah, it's terrible. Same What's with, the point of the TV show then? It's they're, so stupid. They're, they're separating the two. They're, they're yeah. two, different, two oh, different entities. Although I've heard that Flash is going to make a cameo in Supergirl. Really? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Yeah, it's a rumor right now because really? Constantine showed up on Arrow. Well, they, they've already said that Constantine will it's, probably be coming. a main character in season two of Heroes of Tomorrow. Yeah, I heard he was Heroes coming of, to Legends of Tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. So that's kind of exciting. If they do like a whole like each season of that show has different heroes, it'll be I like Justice what's League. What's Legends Unlimited? of Tomorrow? It's the spinoff from uh, Arrow and Flash. It has a bunch of the characters from both of the shows in it. Yeah. Oh, when's that coming out? Starts January. January. Really? Yep. Mm-hmm. Man, another freaking 
DC yeah. show. show it looks it looks really cool too. They're like time traveling, and it has like Captain Cold and uh, uh, Captain like Adams in it. Yeah, the Adams in it. Um, God, who else? White uh, canary. canary. White. Don't spoil that. Uh, yeah. can- uh, a canary. Is a canary in it. is in it. Yes. Uh, all right, let's move on. I have a five-year-old at my door, yelling underneath the door. Um, can you believe? Plo six one seven also says, "Can you believe that there is a that we're less than a month away for a new Star Wars movie? Insane! It is insane. It's pretty crazy. You guys gonna see it on the on day one? No, no, right? Uh, no. Probably not on day one, but yeah, very soon after." I know Ken won't either because he said that he doesn't um he doesn't do that stuff. He says he'll catch a matinee on a Thursday. <laughs> that's as as on the hype as that sounds, that's probably the smart thing to do. It probably is. It's yeah. cheaper too. I apologize, I walked away, but yeah, I'm not going to see Star Wars on opening day. No way in hell. I'll go see it at a matinee. Like it's going to be way too crazy for that. Well, it's sold out, it right? Is. Like every ticket is sold out of that showing. Is it? Well, they don't do it at midnight anymore. I mean, they they do it at like seven p.m. Now. I'm not going anywhere near the theater in the first week. I mean, I know that there's a chance for spoilers, but it's goddamn <clears throat> Star Wars. Like you can name one spoiler from the first three movies, right? That really mattered. Yeah, the big Vader's spoiler loops. at the end of the I, I, yeah. I just want to know if there's Jar Jar Banks in this new one. Uh, some 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 form or another. I saw the TV spot while I was watching football the other night, and goddamn, it looks really good. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> like it looks like a really good movie, but I don't know. I've heard Lucas doesn't like it. <laughs> well, then that's probably the most that's ringing just... endorsement there could be. <sighs> I don't know about that. I mean, he's the reason why we love the series. Well, he's a part of it. Yeah, you know, it's like, I don't know. A lot of people hate Abrams. I like Abrams, so I have faith that it'll be a good movie. Alright, two more tweets, and here's the new story I did not talk about. Dead or Alive Extreme is not coming to North America. This is also from Plo617. Thanks. If you want to take a couple of minutes to just center yourself on that news, so... Thanks, SJWs. I want my boobies. Then import it, kiddo. You can buy it for yeah. Play Asia. Oh, what? You didn't see the hoopla over Play Asia's tweet? I saw what they say. Uh, they mentioned something about censorship and SJWs, and eventually tripled their follower count. Imagine that. Yeah. Anyway, if you really want DOA three extreme. You can get it from any import site. The game's fully in English, and it's not like you're playing it for the text anyway. True story. True story. What okay. the fuck? fuck? What? I just got a text message from one of my coworkers, and looks like some shit's going down at work. Some oh, boy. Going down. I like that. I like GDFR. <laughs> Last tweet, then we're going to get out of here. Uh, Plo617 says, When do you think we will, that we will reach the point in games where we won't be restricted from certain content like books, films, and TV? I uh, No idea. There's so much dead air this week. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know I'm either. I'm thinking about the question. It just... 
there's no there's no definitive answer. It's just pure speculation, right? I think as soon as the world stops looking at video games like children's toys, which that, they still do. Yeah, they still do it. I mean, that's that's the thing is like the generation that is quote unquote in power right now. Um, they 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 didn't grow up with video games like we did. No, and we know that no, they're not for just kids anymore. You know, in fact, most of them aren't. Well, clearly, it's not a violence issue, though. Right. I mean, people have no problem with the violence in video games. It's the the sex. And I don't get it, because people's argument about the violence is like, well, it's not real. Well, neither's the sex in the games, either, I'm just saying. Well, there's a cultural divide between the the Eastern and Western markets when it comes to sex and violence, right? Oh, absolutely. There's, like, like, most of our violent games are banned in countries like Australia and Germany because of the violence. Right. But the sex is fine. Where over here, the sex is the problem, and the violence is... It's cool. Rip his head off. I don't care. I don't know. I don't know that we'll ever get there. Uh, I, I think we're seeing slow but steady uh, change in that regard. Like, let's just look at the esports scene. Back then, it was just a bunch of Koreans playing StarCraft, and that was it. But now, when you look at the, the MOBA scene, like League of Legends, Dota, like the international, pulling in over like a million dollars in rewards, even more than like the World Series of Poker for the amount of uh, money that gets put into it. So it, it's becoming legitimate because of the, 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 the kind of the money involved in it, the, the, the revenue generated in the industry. And that, that money begets respect. And it's going to keep piling on. It's not going to stop. It's only going to get higher and higher. So I think uh, I think we're just going to see it eventually. It's just going to happen. Hmm. I guess we will find out eventually. That is all of our tweets. Uh, if you want to tweet at us, it's at M4G Podcast. If you want to shoot us an email, it's podcasts at ztgd.com. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, uh, Ryan is at rwombold. Drew is at dmlfury. Jay is at bodicide J. Do I need to spell it like I always do? No, it's a... Uh, was it Glacial Fortress? Glacial... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, Drew, what have you done? I just brought up Omega 5. I know. I Glacial know. Fortress. You should play that, that game. It's a super good game. Make it backwards compatible, compatible Microsoft, because I'll play that again. I'll play it again just to hear Glacial Fortress. <laughs> <laughs> And he'll be he'll be sipping his box I'm gonna, of I'm wine. Gonna, I'm gonna YouTube the first level video just so that I could hear that pronunciation. You should. It's yeah. fantastic. It's great. Um, you can follow me on the site as ETGD. Uh, also check out Phoenix Down. We'll be starting Psychonauts this week. Yep. So there's that. We got a couple of videos. We got Helldivers up now and Zeno Zeno Zeno. It's fine. Xenoblade Chronicles X video coming this week along with reviews for all of the hottest the hotness coming out this week. Be sure to tune in for that. Um, but that's it, unless anybody has anything else. No. No. Yeah, no. That's it. All right. Well, we'll get out of here. We'll see you next week. And it'll be December. Game of the Year Awards of January. Get ready for it.
going to be a very interesting episode. Greetings, programs. I got lost trying to find my way to the secret underground N4G radio lair. Killed the dragon. Yeah, I killed the dragon.